0: we're gonna go live we're going live oh no we're live ah. for podcast episode 50 go
1: episode 50
0: is that that's the what? episode right? that's the episode <laughs> what? all right let's do this hi dylan hey mason Hi Dan. Hey Mason. Don. <laughs> Hi Don. Hi Auburn. Hello. What's going on, guys?
1: What's going on with you?
0: What's going on with me? Yeah. Oh, you flipped the table. Well, I flipped did. the script. I you went like that? to the Andy Warhol Museum, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you everything I just told you before we started recording. No, nothing's going on. I played. I played some games today, though. Yeah. Which is new for me. So I have. I have. I have games to talk about. for once.
2: Good, because I played nothing.
0: <laughs> so, but why are we talking about me? We have a guest on. Um, who who are you? <laughs> um,
3: well, <laughs> really nobody. But um, I'm Auburn. I'm the uh, commissioning editor over at gamesgoodie.com. Um Yeah, that's I I I run our programs. I run our internships. That's 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 basically my life. So. Wow. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So game, tell me about games, skinny
3: So we are a uh, part of launch media network. Our sister site is GamerLaunch.com. It's a guild hosting platform. Um, but we have a, um, open publishing platform where anyone who has an account on our site can come and write for us. They get access to our editorial team and they, everybody has a fair shot of ending up on our homepage so we um we do these free journalist training uh programs that are nine weeks apiece and we spend nine weeks with with these people teaching them how to write and teaching them how to behave in games journalism and and do all that good stuff
0: that sounds very organized sounds yeah. awesome
3: <laughs> organized is not the word for it but yeah it's it's fun <laughs> it's a lot of fun
0: <laughs> no
3: you guys you
2: guys sell it up how, um, how does one behave in games journalism nowadays?
3: Um, I hate to say it, but not like Kotaku. <laughs> that's oh, everything Kotaku does.
0: I a hundred percent can get behind yeah. what you just said. So I like I like where this is going already.
2: <laughs>
3: everything Kotaku Knives does, out. you just do the opposite and you're good to go. Okay. <laughs> do
2: you just take their style guide and you like inverse the colors or
0: something and it shows a different style
2: guide?
3: Yeah. Yep. That's that's exactly it.
0: Okay, I think what's upsetting about Kotaku too is that some of their like long form stuff is actually really, really well written and really well done.
1: Kotaku's in uh, and, Gawker Network, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is there? There's a,
0: and I like I love like I love Jalopnik. I go to I, go to Gizmo, I go to
1: Gizmodo every day, but
0: like there's there's good stuff across that network. It just I think there's whatever their ad buy system or whatever. Yep. It's not for me. Yeah, definitely not. And apparently not for game scanning. <laughs>
3: no, not at all.
0: <laughs> Wait, so have you guys all watched Stranger Things? No.
3: Yes.
0: Please do not spoil it. Yeah, I watched all of it. Damn yes, it. I was <laughs> going to make honest. a reference that involved a thing, but now I can't. But basically, if you go on the other side of the wall of Kotaku, there's game scanning. Yeah. <laughs> the upside down?
1: Yep,
3: yeah. that's basically it. Okay. That-
1: Dan,
0: you need to watch this. I'm, shit. I'm waiting
1: to watch it with my wife. Fuck, dude. Yeah, soon he's as I gonna home, watch with Kelly. soon as I get home, it's what we're doing.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: so speaking of that, so my parents were up this weekend in Pittsburgh, and I showed them one episode of it, and we proceeded to watch four episodes. Which <laughs> That's awesome. My family's just like, my parents are just like me. Like We go to bed at like 9. They're up super early. It, it was like 1 a.m. this morning, and we're still watching it. Now, we had a bunch of beers and stuff, so like... <laughs> But it's kept you going. But it's a and I, I watched the whole show last week and I'm watching it again. I just the soundtrack is just oh so my God. fucking good. If that show was nothing but the soundtrack playing on loop, I'd be fine with that. Like that's the first I just have this giant crush on Winona Ryder and Hopper. I have a crush on Hopper and Winona Ryder. On both of them. I don't want to read your fanfic. Dude. <laughs> Do, do you guys think that Hopper looks like Jack Nicholson? I don't think. I can see it. I can
3: totally see it
0: the because that's like the biggest because the show's just a giant love letter to Stephen King, Dan. yeah and um and 80s. yeah, yeah, but you, the opening there's this opening shot of him where he's like smoking in the mirror, and I'm like, it's his brow, yeah, I don't
1: know. Definitely uh, so. the shining kind of thing. Is that what you are getting at? Br- yes, absolutely. Yeah. He brushes his teeth and then proceeds to drink
2: a beer at- immediately after he brushes his teeth. So that's a- like
1: <laughs> I do that every day. So yeah. Yeah. wait, that's
3: not your um, Sunday morning. That's not how you spend it.
1: I mean, if by Sunday you <laughs> I, mean <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday, then yeah. <laughs> I gotta get through it,
0: man. Gotta keep yeah. cranking. So, Auburn, um, what what kind of drew you to games journalism?
3: Um. Honestly, it was never a direction I really saw myself going in. Um, how I- how I ended up on Game skinning it's very serendipitous. I just- I was broke and in college and looking for jobs. And I knew I didn't want to teach, because I had done that, and I was terrible at it. Um, so I was just looking around on Craigslist for literally any kind of job, and I see, Video Game Website Seeking Editor. So I was like, ooh.
0: What year did you graduate?
3: Uh, I graduated this year, actually. I just finished up in May.
0: I remember reading those same Craigslist postings. Cause I was journalism major, yeah. so I was looking for a lot of same yeah. jobs. Yeah,
3: we uh, they they that's were funny. like, yeah, we we need an editor, and so I was like, well, screw it. I, I like games. I like to to dick around. So uh, I'll just I'll, I'll put my name in the hat, and um, I was their weekend editor first, and then I became a weeknight editor, and then the guy above me he left to go somewhere else, and now I'm here. So <laughs> that's nice. how I got into it. Awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I'm happy now that I'm here. It's never where I thought I would be, but I don't think I would want to be anywhere else.
0: Nice. That's more than most
1: people. Yeah,
3: definitely. <laughs> I'm I'm very lucky.
1: So, Aubrey, and I awesome. I have to ask because it's I think a topic that's pretty relevant, um, given. How do you feel about the election? No, <laughs> no. although I, although I am gonna I am gonna top, top, uh, jump no, jump into I was just uh. Well, since
2: Auburn and I are both Facebook friends, I could tell you how she feels about yeah, the election, but I no, to, uh, I, I was no, just
1: kidding. No. So, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. But I am gonna ask you a question that's kind of political, but um, just so the game industry, obviously, especially in the internet era, where people feel like they can have a voice, no matter how disgusting that voice is, um. I think, which I, would I think remind you that, that we are part of that. Well, we are part of that voice, but I wouldn't say yeah. we're disgusting. But, um, you know, there, huh. I would say that <laughs> it's less than friendly to females in positions of power, of thor- of authority, having a voice in the industry. Um, you know, there are a lot of infantile men out there who just can't have the status quo uprooted um how has it been for you as a female in a position of of a voice and and power and authority do you feel that that um you're excited to take that on have you seen challenges with that being someone in the gaming industry um what's what's your take on that
3: so for me as far as being in the industry goes just the you know the games journalism industry in general the journalism part tends not to be as bad um, as, as other corners of the industry, so I've been very lucky in that respect. Um, I don't encounter a lot of hostility, I don't encounter a lot of people who are like, no, this is a boys club and you can't be a part of it. Um, but, you know, just day-to-day gaming, I do see that. And I recently um, did an interview with Lydia Picknell, I don't know if any of you are familiar with Smite at all, but um, she, yeah, Mm -hmm. she owns Paradigm, the, like, second seed European team right now. I did an interview with her recently, and, you know, she's a very, very, very high-profile woman in the industry. You know, she's the only female owner. She's the only female coach that's working in the pro leagues right now. And, you know, she's had death threats. She's had rape threats sent to her. She has had people track down her mom and her sister and her family on Facebook just because she's a woman and people don't think that she has a place in this industry. And so I think, you know, it, it can be a very hostile place. And I do get a lot of hostility just, you know, for being a girl and and all that. But I think it's it's just one of those things where when you encounter it, you just you kind of have to deal with it and just sort of suck it up and and move on and try to educate people um, As you know wherever you can because you know Lydia and I kind of agreed that it's it's one of these things where it might suck for us But it's sucking for us means that it's better for someone else down the road And that's kind of what matters at the end of the day
0: Cool The um do you so do you, have you seen it trend one way or the other though? Is it is it getting worse? Is it getting I better? I think
3: it's getting better, but it's getting better very slowly. Um, we yeah. are seeing more girls get into the industry. We are seeing more opportunities for women and all this good stuff. Like one of the first, um, we had a fir- one of the first female league players that we've ever had. We've had one of the first female smite players enter the pro league finally. And it's one of those things where we're seeing women come onto the scene and the issue now is how they're treated, how they're talked about, how they're discussed. Um, and I think once we can get past that, it'll, it'll, things will get a lot better. I mean, I see people trying and that's all I can ask for. You can't ask for change overnight, but I see people trying. I see people making more of an effort. I see players making more of an effort to be inclusive. I see developers making more of an effort to be inclusive. And that's that's all you can ask for. It's going to be very yeah, slow right. going, but we'll get there.
1: Well, I think it's also a part of it is that I think that the platforms evolved faster, that grew faster than society grew in terms of just sheer age, um, in terms of introducing a lot of young women to gaming introducing young women to STEM fields that they can be just as you know relevant to them and and uh, the time it takes for those young women that are being introduced to video games and studying things in STEM and all that sort of stuff to grow up go to school get a degree and go out into the workforce it's we're now kind of starting to see that catch up to the fact that the internet's been around uh, for a time that wasn't as progressive and so I think I think that slow movement that you're talking about should hopefully become more exponentially f- faster moving as as the years go by at least I hope so um, I'm certainly encouraged when I see uh, you know more and more, uh diversity in in the industry for sure um but i i definitely appreciate your perspective and it's cool to see that that you know you've you've been able to talk to people about this other other you know women in this position and and it's it's a really cool perspective really fascinating so good yeah. stuff
3: it's it's one of those things you know technology is always going to move faster than society itself does we're always just trying to keep up with with what's yep, being put for in front sure of us, so
1: for sure
0: well, I think also the the games industry is, is is having its kind of uh not come to Jesus moment. But like it's uh it's it was a boys it is still a boys club. Like the the deve- and I would argue just from like the development side, you know what I mean, like even filtering up through like there's so many positions that are normally like 50-50 or, you know, pretty even gender-wise, but like in the games industry it's still predominantly men working these jobs. You know what I mean? I think What's, that as you see that—that's
1: why I was saying—I huh? think it—it it had to be that combination of introducing young young women, young girls to gaming as a passion right. in their life. That's that's a, an activity, right? At the same time that you are encouraging these young women to go into engineering and development and that sort of thing, um, there has to be that connection because I think I think the engineering and development thing has happened a little sooner than the the games thing um, at least like hardcore gaming. Uh, and so like you said Mason I think there are other fields where you might see and, and not to say I mean there's still a, a dis, very disproportionate numbers of uh, men to women in, in a lot of other uh, development scenarios as well. but I think it's very very prevalent in gaming. I mean I see it you know when we go out for lunch and the, the people at PlayStation almost everyone with a PlayStation badge is a man. Um, and I don't think that that's
0: the industry that you work in too. Is pretty,
1: Oh, the industry that I work in for sure. Although to be fair, I do work for a company that, that, well, I work for a company that when you walk in, it's, it's really diverse. My company now, my parent company just got in a lot of hot water for saying that, uh, that -hmm. gender roles are not currently an issue, but he got fired. So like the day you said it, so there we go. So,
0: (laughs) And he was a chairman. Yeah, yeah he was. Ooh. So, um, but I was I was saying more that there are, there are roles in the industry like um, that e- outside of even like the STEM roles. You know what I mean? That are are still huge parts of the the, the game machine. Oh, for sure,
1: for sure. Um, you know, it's, conceptual development, uh, art direction, audio, de- exactly. audio design. There still, I mean, yeah. There's still yeah. business the, management. The,
0: that ratio I would like to see being pushed. You know, in this. Like, it's it's easy for people to make the argument, like, well, there's just not a lot of women, enge- which there are a lot of women engineers, but like if you look at the numbers, it's still, that's weighted heavily towards right. men. um But there are roles where, like, you know. Yeah. And I, and I really think that it's important just from, like, uh, when you're creating stuff or writing about stuff in a journalism standpoint, too, but, like, whenever you're putting product out, like, you need to have perspective. For sure. From uh, just having that on that team just helps either you know, protect you from set, for putting your foot in your mouth, or like, um, so I, I'm kind of hoping that it, it kind of helps. Uh, Raise the bar a yeah, little bit. definitely. On that stuff.
3: And I mean, you know, over at Game but, Skinny, our staff, surprisingly, our entire editorial and higher up staff, save for like our our dark overlord, our head honcho, it's all women. It's a, we are an awesome. all-female team, and we never intended to be that way. That's just how it turned out. And for me, you know, coming into this industry, you know, when it when I always, you know, I always saw it as a boys club and and all of that, just coming into this. And now I'm working on this all female staff in the midst of this industry and I'm meeting all of these other people. It's I think it's I think it's just a visibility issue. There are a lot of great women working in gaming, but they're just working behind the scenes and because the spotlight attracts so much. I think just even regardless of gender, regardless of anything, like, you know, you've got casters, you've got players, you've got streamers. Everybody's kind of catching crap. Um, and it's a very volatile industry, I think, for everybody. Um, and so there, I, I feel like a lot of women, they're just like, they're more comfortable behind the scenes. You're like, we've, we've been doing a lot of work behind the scenes. And it's it's just like, we're now getting to that point where we're being brought out into the spotlight a little bit. And even though it, you know, kind of sucks now and people are reacting poorly to it now, it's not always gonna be that way. It's just, we're in that adjustment period. It's it, it's that way with everything, I think.
1: Yeah. I, I... Yeah, I do. God, ahead, Dylan.
2: Um, I just was gonna say, I do think that maybe Gamergate was that big inflection point where now it's getting progressively better because i hate the name Game me too well <laughs> I, I hate anything gate <laughs>
1: except for watergate
2: um he hates gates uh but
0: it's just i think that's really bill gates was okay what kind of opened Stargate. everyone's eyes sorry Dylan. <laughs> no, okay <laughs> well i think it's funny too because like so like and and arvin just for background like dan and i um go to the brand center which is the advertising pro- program and you know we're constantly hammered with you know advertising the same way it's like it's a big it's, – it's traditionally been a boy – like you look – Mad Men is kind of like the super distillation of that culture of what advertising yeah. was, you know. But I've always worked in companies – and this company I'm at this summer is the first company I've worked at that A, wasn't mostly women and that B, that all of my immediate bosses weren't women. Um, And I think it – you know, and, and, and they'd be the first to too. I think it limits what my, the company I'm at is capable of because there's uh, – Forty people that work there, and I think five are women. You know what I mean? So you get a lot of ideas that are, you know, you get a lot of same same ideas. I don't know. So I think it's exciting for the games industry that it's, you at least feel like it's moving in the right direction, yeah. albeit probably too slowly.
3: And I mean, it's the, it's the you same way with every industry. It's you know, the film industry. Women have been working in there for years, and women edited some of the greatest films of all time. Star Wars edited by a woman. Star Trek, edited by a woman. Pretty sure Lord of the Rings, also edited by a woman. Um and it's it's just one of those things where it's we're reaching this point now where I think just socially with everything that's going on with like the third wave, I maybe fourth wave, I I can't keep up with them anymore, uh, feminist movements, we're like finally moving out and, and being public about like, hey, we're here, we exist, like we're we've been working behind the scenes this whole time and you know, it's, it's 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 not the boys' club that everyone thinks it is, and and whatever.
0: That's exciting.
1: Yeah. Um, so, so I'll run. So. Well, I want. Oh, I was just oh, gonna add one go more ahead question. Ahead. Um, so, going past that the that side of things, um, I just wanted to know. So, you know, you took a job at. Uh, it sounds like you weren't necessarily expecting it, but it sounds like something you're excited about to be working in games journalism. Are you a gamer? Like, were you a gamer going into this? Is this something that you have a background in?
3: It's, it's a funny story, actually. You know, I grew up on Pokemon. Um, I, I had, I had every Game Boy ever made. Um, and I I, I was ever like I was super into gaming but I was one of those gamers that was only into the games that I liked like I didn't go out and get like the biggest console I was like I'm gonna get my Gamecube and play two games on it and that's all I'm gonna do for five years and I got I got away from it for a long time and you know I was I was in a target one day and it was right after Morrowind came out yes. and uh, I saw that on a shelf. And it had my last name on it, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pick this up. I'm gonna see what this is about. <laughs> um, Cause I was a teenager. I was bored. What else was I gonna do?
1: Is is your name Alverin Morrowind?
3: Uh, Morrow, but oh, yeah. okay.
1: I was yeah. like, that's the coolest name. I, it's still a really I cool would, name. I'll just Either way, it. <laughs> it's a really cool name.
3: <laughs>
2: um, you know, it's a lot of syllables. Though. I was, I was hoping. I kind of wanted us to introduce Auburn with her last name, but I think that story did a much better job than us <laughs> yes, just saying her name. fantastic.
3: Yeah, so I, oh, I yeah. picked up Morrowind, and I started playing that, and then that was the end of me. That was what made me a gamer for the rest of my life, was, was Morrowind. And I fell in love with Bethesda. I fell in love with what they were doing. I picked up Oblivion as soon as it came out and after that it was it was all downhill from there i was an rpg addict i got into mmo's nice. and god knows how that goes that's just yeah that's, a, decide, that's a rabbit hole that yeah
2: M- mace and i were both talking about i was like hey legion's about to come out and then we both kind of like scratched that part in our arm just like it's like having the <laughs> the repressed memories is like no no not again yeah yeah,
0: yeah. eight years clean I, eight years clean i literally sat there and looked at the install button the other night and i was like what am i doing like I sat Like I was like a
1: fucking you got the I'm like looking at right the there. bottle <laughs> and I'm like, no. No.
3: That's me. <laughs> you slap your hand. That's me every time I so, start a new MMO. That's nice. But I the
0: thing is is that the MMO loop, I think that like Blizzard does such a good job of like take doing what Blizzard does when they take a loop, a game mechanic, and then they just do it better than everyone else. So God forbid when Blizzard does the Pokemon Go fucking ARD. Right. Oh yeah. But um <laughs> Well
1: I mean the kind of, you know Hearthstone was they they got they well, got a lot of people. Took, with Hearthstone. Took, I mean, it's not it's not an MMO, but I'm just saying that. No, look at, guys,
2: you gotta right. walk
0: over here and collect thrall. Gotta <laughs> catch him in our canister. Well, you could you could take a lot of the the raid mechanics and oh, stuff. For sure. You could apply that to that layer, and it would be oh, awesome. Yeah. And you would get all the fucking kids that never played D and D and all that shit to fall in love with it. But Morrow, it's funny that you brought up Morrowin. Dan and Alex, did you play Morrowin? Uh, my name's Dylan, and uh, no, I haven't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry I, I keep seeing auburn on the screen and that's that, that's all dna uh, uh no i haven't or Al, i'm maybe i'm asking alex alex isn't here right now because he's driving back from michigan that's right maybe if you weren't so selfish you would think to include <laughs> him in the conversation too dylan well i'll uh, just place th- in
1: some audio from him then to answer your question <laughs> mason like,
0: i'm not never mind never mind i did mind. i
1: did play morrowind i did not like morrowind um that being said, I really loved Oblivion and I adored Skyrim, so I liked the way that those games evolved over time. But Morrowind was my least favorite of the three, and Morrowind's clunky. Oh yeah, and I think that it was, anyone it anyone it would is. say that. And it's the it's UI ugly. is terrible. Like just, yep. the, the, the,
0: Morrowind
3: the, is the, horrible oh. as a game, but I loved it so much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh, <laughs> no, no, no.
0: for sure. I would not say it's horrible.
1: I wouldn't it's say it's horrible. Not horrible. Uh, it just wasn't but, it,
0: so. Oh.
1: No, oh, I was just saying. maybe.
0: not Alex. <laughs> have you played it?
2: No, but uh, when the instant replay live guys came on, we had a you talked about lengthy it. discussion about Morrowind because that's Nick's favorite game of all time.
0: So it's funny that you because you you and this doesn't. I don't think I'll ever have this experience again because you went to a GameStop or a, a video game store and bought it off the shelf, yep. right? Like on yep. a whim. I similar excuse me. I went to a beach house that just had an Xbox in it and a copy of Morrowind, and like I was like, well. I hate the sun, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play this. And like, I, I, you know, like the first time you do something, and, like you're constantly like, "Why?" Speaking of drugs, and <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But there, I'll never, I'll never have that experience of like Morrowind changed what I thought games yeah, could do. Absolutely. And Oblivion did it a, a step. They took the the interaction and the fidelity a little higher. But Morrowind, like. When I played Oblivion, I was like, "Oh, this is just a, this is just a beefed up Morrowind." Um, GTA Vice like, City. Morrowind, I was like,
1: had a I had, right. had a similar reaction that to you, Mason, that to GTA Vice City. Um, similar time frame, similar. I think it was the same generation of consoles. It was that. Well, I'm sure you played it on. Well, no, you said you played it on console. Um, but yeah, so that that I know I know what you're talking about. That like. There's a it, it, you, you play that game, which, you know, for and or you, Mason, what sounds like Morrowind was that game for me, it was probably GTA Vice City, where suddenly you can't go back because it shows you what games are capable of. And from that point right. forward, things are different.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like you you can't watch the Great Train Robbery today and have the same effect that people did. Oh, for you sure. Know.
1: I've been using the I've been using the Great Train Robbery when I've been talking about VR to people a lot. Um, because the Great Train Robbery was so, you know, people in the theater were jumping out of their seats, and now we would look at it and okay, cool, it's 12, 12 silent minutes of a train, like it's not, but that's big v-
0: fucking deal, whatever. <laughs> right. But but we're in <laughs> that we're party. in that point Pull with, out with my virtual iPhone, reality. I I reality. I we're, all day. we're at
1: that point with virtual trains. reality where it's it's we're still in the Great Train Robbery phase, and I'm I'm personally excited to see when when VR developers who are growing up with the medium. Um, are the, able to, to step Citizen into roles. The Citizen Kane of VR. Yeah, when are we gonna have the Citizen Kane of VR? It's it, it's gonna be a, <laughs> it's gonna be a sled, but it's gonna be a sled you can touch. It's gonna be great. Um, so,
0: but I I I think that's and and this is something I kind of want to hear from you guys. Is that, I and I think that there are these watershed moments that you have with the ga- the medium. So like like Morrowind was one for me. For Dylan and I, I think World of Warcraft was one Or this like yeah. just, just changed what like, games shouldn't be able to do this you know what I mean uh, I think Pokemon Go did that for oh, a lot yeah, of people games should not g- games should game not be should... almost <laughs> able to kill me games should not be able to do this right. um, so are there any other games like I mean Vice C is a good example put just just of that Time
1: yeah uh, definitely um, it would be GTA 4 for me uh,
0: dude GTA 4 changed like I I never felt something so, so dense so
1: huge vastly huge it was a huge game uh, <laughs> huge <laughs> big, um, big, games, big, robbing, big huge trucks of land Uh, Monty Python <laughs> reference Um, there were I would say that uh, there were definitely times even though like obviously if you, you guys listen to the podcast and for you you know you guys on the podcast you know that like Legend of Zelda Resident Evil hold special places in my heart but um, games that I don't talk about as much uh, on the Super Nintendo era of consoles, um, the like Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy VI or III, depending on which country you're in. Uh, those were some early examples of games that showed me kind of the the ability of games as storytelling mechanisms. Because prior to that, um, most games were purely. Uh, Kind of button mashing, or you get from point A to point B, and they were they were fun and entertaining, and they still are, and I still love those style games, those early console games. Um, but like you talk about those early JRPGs or just RPGs at the time, um, and they really did some phenomenal stuff uh, that I think let, set up a lot of stuff going forward. Um, yeah. What about you, Auburn? Any more watershed games?
3: Um, I'm trying to think. I know uh, this is gonna sound really terrible. I never got that into World of Warcraft, um, but one of the first...
0: That sounds like a healthy yeah, decision. Yeah, yeah, no,
3: it was. Um, <laughs> I'm probably still still better for it. I've gotten, it, you know, there's a good chunk of my life that I've done other things with. But um, I remember the first time I played an MMO and I experienced an MMO as being a social platform. That completely, you know, I was an only child, I I had social anxiety, I, I never was very good at making friends. And so the first time I played an MMO, and really started talking to people and being able to communicate with these people in this completely different world, it changed the way that I made friends. And then for me, gaming became not just an escape, but it was like, this is my social platform, this is how I find people, this is how I find my people. And I think that was a very important thing for me, too
1: that's a big testament i think to the power of not not just gaming but gaming in this in as technologically how technology has brought people together and and gaming in that context i think that's a great story i think that's a great example
3: yeah and pokemon go well, is doing that funny. now too
0: right yeah. <laughs> I was say again with like this kind of mixed reality
1: pokemon go update I think Br- who's still Br- playing Burger King, <laughs> Sneak King is one of those games. that uh, I am still playing Mason.
0: Good. Auburn, yeah, you, I'm not. Dylan, you fell off?
1: You fell off, You I Dylan. fell off.
2: I just played regular Pokemon. I just bought Yellow.
3: They updated today, then, though. They updated today. There's some new they, stuff in there. Apparently, the it's terrible. Out.
0: Everyone's losing their mind. Yeah.
3: Apparently, Niantic's Twitter account was hacked.
0: Yeah, okay. So is it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know
3: about that. Hey, it's my job to be on top of these things. The CEO had his account hacked, so that's fun. Well, I know it.
1: they they shut down Pokevision, and uh, yeah, that was weird. Uh, I think I was talking about this with with um, Hunter, our friend Hunter. Uh, mm-hmm. I personally, th- <laughs> Hunter, friend of the show, friend of the Hunter. show, Hunter. Um, I I personally think that Niantic has. I think they're going to be unleashing a gaming layer involving um, tasks and team-based, squad-based tasks uh, because after they're... Oh, that's
2: exactly what I need in this goddamn game is daily fucking quests. Right. I'm not I saying it's go a good on. thing. I'm
1: just saying I think they're going to, and I think that because of that, once the game actually becomes competitive... Right now, it's not. Right now, it's, you're just, it's just you... Um, and you can see other people, but it's not, you're not competing against them unless maybe you happen to mention, oh, my, level, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think when the tasks get involved to have the ability to see where things are and other people do not, I would see that as cheating. And so I think that I, I personally think that that's probably why they're going after it, either that, or it has to do with their monetization model moving forward of, you know, paying for content as a, as if you wanted to be a premium partner or whatever they you know like what they did with mcdonald's if, the, if that's going to affect it um i just think i don't know why I was, you wouldn't
0: communicate that as a developer for if it's the first part if you have if like if there are things if you're going to remove a feature and you're going to tell me how you're going to make my life better because you're removing a feature or you're
1: taking well they didn't but they're not removing a feature they're asking someone who's using their api in a way they did not intend and I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think they owe anybody anything. No, if, no, no, if no, no, no. Just... But in
0: the in the scheme of of the community, that was a feature to the game, the PokeVision thing. Like I think that it's on they it the users didn't create like someone made this thing, but the, the community was We're using losing it.
1: you there, Mason. Hmm. Losing your you're, your voices there is that you're I'm
2: gone I'm for back. a sec. Start, start your. I'm saying that over. it's it's, yeah, it's
0: the onus is on them because if you're and this is just like. I think like community management like one oh one like you uh oh. Ooh.
4: Goodbye. He didn't Dan. like that point.
0: <laughs> no, I, I, wrong. I'll stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> um but basically I was I was I was saying, Oh, you're back, Dan. Did you
1: Yeah, I'm I don't know if it's on my end, but I, I can barely hear you, Mason. You just it's, fell off it's the call. T- no, I, I intentionally oh, fell oh. off the call because I thought it might be on my end, but you still sound incredibly garbled. Dylan,
2: is that what you're getting from me? Uh, you were for a second, but you're fine now. Like, your your video's a little choppy, but I can hear you.
1: I'm getting I'm getting garbled from you, Dylan, so it must be on my end. We'll, we'll, we'll play it by All you. Right. But um, my, my larger point
0: is more that, like, I think you're right that they might not owe them anything, but I think from a community management standpoint, if you have a, a percentage of your community that's enjoying this feature... And you're gonna take it away from them. The same way that like like Blizzard had this problem with mods in World of Warcraft that would give you a competitive advantage, but every time Blizzard would take one away that was popular with the community, they would add that layer into their game as they took it away. Right. Which is the best that's yeah. like, that's how you should but, do that.
2: Which is making me think that Niantic's doing this for Pokemon Go. I'm right. not
1: I'm not clear on what PokeVision
2: does. I don't either. It um, tells
1: you the exact location of a of Pokemon. Well then it will probably they probably won't add that feature. <laughs> Yeah, it, it takes every aspect of gamification out of the game away from the game.
3: I mean, it's um, not, you, you can actually technically use the Ingress maps to track down Pokemon. No one knows that, but you can. Really?
1: Yes, there you, you can. Go.
3: I wrote a whole go guide on Go to Game Skinny
2: for, for hot scoops.
3: Yeah, come to us. Come to Game Skinny. We've got all the <laughs> secrets. It's cool.
2: <laughs> well, come to Pokemon Go, Skinny. We've rebranded. While we're talking
0: yeah. about games. Oh, man, well, we lost Dan again. You didn't want to talk about games. No. <laughs> Have you guys been playing anything? Besides Pokemon Go? Uh,
3: I've been playing a lot of Smite. Um, but that's just my go-to game. Really? Um, yes. Smite. I never used to be a person who liked to do PvP. Mm-hmm. And then a friend of mine was like, hey, you should try Smite. Because I tried League of Legends and hated it. But, I, I mean, I like the concept of MOBAs. But I just, there was something about League of Legends that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. And you know, a friend of mine was like, you know what? You should get into Smite. If you like MMOs, you should get into Smite. And so, got in, played a couple games, and got totally hooked on it. I've I've been covering Smite ever since. I went to SWC last year, and it was awesome. And I've just, that's that's been my go-to game, is when I have 20 minutes, and I can't pick up an MMO. I can't open Shadows of Mordor, or Skyrim, or Dragon Age, or Fallout, or anything like that. I'm like I could play a Smite game, and that's that's kind of what I tend to default to. How
0: long are the games in Smite? Are, are... Like each round? Um,
3: if you're playing, if you're playing an arena game, probably 20 minutes. If you're playing Clash or Conquest, it can be 30, or 45, mm-hmm. upwards of an hour, maybe if it's a really long game.
0: Interesting. I think I, I had a similar experience with uh, Overwatch, um, where I don't like I P- I don't like you know I don't like competition in games, or I don't like active active combat. You know what I mean? Like I like chess. But um Yeah. The Hold on, Dan's getting reset. Can restart the call. Um but Overwatch gave me a similar thing where it, it it somehow just clicked. Like this is this is how I want to compete. And now it's like I, I can totally get where you're coming from. But Smite was made yeah. by um uh high res studios, right?
3: Mm-hmm. And hi res is great. That is a great developer.
0: <laughs> they made um, they made a remake of uh, tribes that I really like. Mm-hmm. I like the tribes. Yeah, tribe. they did. Tribes ascend. Yeah,
3: yeah. They um, tribes was one of the first games that that they ever worked on, and I talked to the uh, COO of hi Res about this pretty extensively. They, you know, they made tribes. They did tribes ascend, and um, the community loved it, and they got a bunch of people on board, and kind of got a bad rep because they abandoned it for a while to work on smite yeah they they fell
0: off pretty bad
3: once smite started to make the money they decided like hey we have a lot of really great fans that we owe something to and so they went back and they did an out of the blue update for tribes of sin they didn't tell that their their fans that they were going to do it they didn't tell anybody they just quietly released it and fixed a bunch of things and did all kinds of stuff and that's Yeah. Which I think. Iris is great.
0: As a company in that situation, that's a good way to do it. Where like.
3: Yeah. They're
0: probably. They were probably. Because they were. They were a mid-sized. Like when Smite. Smite got big. And now they're a very successful company. I I would. I would imagine. And. um, Oh yeah. So I think that they probably made. They had to make a decision before Smite was getting big. But it was. It was growing really fast. Like we only have so many resources that we could throw at one thing. So ultimately they made the right call. But they did the right thing to do the about face and come back. Which yeah. I can, you know, I really...
2: It's Is Smite, like, third place in terms of MOBAs? Is it they, Dota and League of Legends? They are third and...
3: place, and funnily enough, at the launch tournament for Smite, you know how you have, like, the foam number one fingers? They uh-huh. had foam fingers that were the number three, and they would shout, we are third at the launch tournaments because they were the third most popular MOBA, and super so, It's like that it. mentality
2: thing it's like people that go to the olympics and only get bronze wait it, yeah they go to the olympics and they get bronze and they're not disappointed because they place but people who get second or super disappointed because they could have gotten first
4: yeah yeah
0: i mean moment are yeah. huge. mason yeah. olympics reference so Dan's kid <laughs> well that's cool so you've been so you so smite's your go-to you've been playing anything else
3: um, I have been I've been dabbling in a bunch of MMOs recently because I don't I don't have time for RPGs. I'm I'm wait with when...
1: <laughs> So let's do an MMO. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have yeah, time it's... for something that only takes a little bit of my life away from me. I have to go whole in. takes
3: like all of my life. Skyrim
1: is too
2: heavy for me. Yeah. I just need, I just something light.
3: Because <laughs> I'm waiting. You know, we're kind of in a dry period for RPGs right now. Like I I devoured The Witcher 3 and I tried to get into Dragon Age Inquisition and it's just too political for me right now I just get kind of disgusted every time I play it um but you know like there are a lot of great MMOs coming out right now I think we're seeing this kind of advent of MMOs and there are a lot of RPGs I'm waiting for like, Skyrim Remastered, even though it's not Elder Scrolls Six, and I'm still very bitter about it, That's I'm going to pick that up, and when Horizon Zero Dawn comes out, I'm going to pick that up, but I've been playing a lot of MMOs. I've been playing Blade and Soul, I've been playing Aeon, and Riders of Icarus, and all kinds of stuff.
0: So you're playing, like, the... That's a, that's a wide spread of MMOs. I don't even know... I yeah. Th- I have to, like, get into one MMO at a time, and then start figuring the mechanics out. I can't imagine doing... More than yeah, one.
3: I like to multitask. <laughs>
0: that's that's hard. Is Riders of Icarus
2: the same as Guns of the other one? Guns of Icarus online?
3: No, is, it, it it's not. Like Riders of Icarus, if have, have any of you played Aeon or I, or I know what Aeon is
0: I've, and I remember what Terra was. Yeah. Terra was dope.
3: Yes. Yeah, so Riders of Icarus is a direction. lot like Aeon, but with, with things that you can ride. You get to ride mounts around but is it instead the, of flying around on your wings. Is the real-time
0: combat like Terra had, or is it the still the turn-based, role-based combat? Do you know?
3: It's real-time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Whatever happened to Wildstar? Is Wildstar pretty it's much dead on the
3: they went free to play and they've gotten their player base up since yeah, then. Yeah, it's
0: kind of like the old Republic how mm. they went free to play and it became. Did you ever play the old Republic? Uh
3: I played it very briefly. Mm.
0: I like that one a lot. Yeah. But I just liked it cuz it was just another BioWare space odyssey if you played the as the agent. Yeah. So. M- Mason and I played the Wildstar beta
2: when it like first came out cuz that that one had like real-time combat to it and also had controller support, which was interesting.
0: No, no, I didn't. Oh, I I mapped it. Oh, that's right. I made it have
2: I made it have controller support. <laughs> that's right. And then you like gave me the the whatever plugin you used or whatever. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it with the controller. But he's like, here, let's try this MMO. I'm like, cool. And I make my character. It's like the big rock golem dude. And I'm like, all right, I'm in the starring zone. Uh, what's your character's name? He's like, my character's name's not Dylan. <laughs> so you can easily identify me. I was like, great. <laughs> Just immediately broke the roleplay.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> It's a beta. We were going to lose him anyways. <laughs> I liked... I should have kept that name. So ends the, the adventures of not Dylan. <laughs> I liked a lot about the way Wildstar looked, but... I don't know. I think if I went back to an MMO, I'd just go back to WoW. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm probably... I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you say I did you I like- to do, do it, but... I'm not going to do it.
3: Uh-huh.
0: I've been playing Monster Hunter, so Monster, Monster Hunter is like my MMO... Even though it's not an MMO at all, but it's like the same. Yeah. Tell us about Monster Hunter. Uh, Oh, I mean, I can tell you about it. I I like like Monster Hunter. It's (laughs) It's same old, same old. Well, this one's kind of like redundant. They added like, so how familiar are any of you with Monster Hunter?
3: I'm fairly familiar, but only because I have to be. I read so much about it while I edit that I can tell you the game inside (laughs) and out, even though I've never played it.
2: All right. And Dylan, I played you I tried out that beta for the last one oh, was the it
0: demo? for ultimate, I think. Yeah. So um Dan Monster Hunter is basically it's like you just it's a bunch of boss battles. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Like the whole game is just you fight these huge and it's more like it's hunting, so you have to track the thing Wait, down. So and you you hunt chase
1: it monsters in Monster right, Hunter. Right,
0: but Emphasis on the hunting <laughs> where, like, you have to kind of like figure out how do they interact with the environment you have to um kind of prepare for each battle by having the right equipment oh. I don't know yeah but basically the, the the main loop is that you kill them you cut them up and then you make stuff out of them and you do that over and over and it's really satisfying <laughs> so like you're just like you run around and you got this like big dinosaur head on your back that's also your sword. And you're like, I'm going to go kill more of you. Nice. But the the new one adds um these weapon styles for each, for uh, all four, uh, four weapon styles that can be applied to all the weapons. Because each weapon is like a class. So, like, you can use a hammer or you can use, and they all have different movesets. Um, <laughs> this so is my character, Hammer Man. Pretty much. But they took what was, um, I think, 13 weapons, 12 weapons. I don't know. So it's like 12 classes, and then they, they kind of made each one now Four Deeper with subclasses. Oh, good. Um, More menus. So, I like that part. But it is, like, a greatest hit collection. It's, like, all the maps and, like, monsters from the old games. So, it's kind of it's kind of disappointing that it's not new. Is that where the that g-
2: Generations part comes in?
0: Yeah. Okay. And then I realized I've been playing Monster Hunter for a very long I've been playing it <laughs> since I was, like... Because me and my brother played it on PSP. So, I've been playing it now for a long time. Now that I think about it, like, it kind of reminds
2: me of The Witcher 3 kind of monster hunting sections but with
0: yeah. made the combat way worse yeah sure <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna defend the monster hunter comp like it's a quiet it's different it's it's very much not like this like i'm gonna go beat the shit out of the thing it's like i have to wait for my opening and go for it huh. and you have to like pay attention to how they move and you can you can like break their wings and their legs i like that stuff. i like that stuff um and then i've also been playing uh Well, I've been playing, but I've been building this tiny, my tiny emulator Game Boy that I'm making, so I'm pretty stoked about. Tell
2: that. me about your Game Boy Mini. Tell me about Raspberry Pi. Tell me everything you know about Raspberry Pi Zero. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's awesome, but I 3D printed the 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 shell for it on Friday, so I have that. I should be ready to go. You
2: gonna put a dope ass logo on it? Make a custom ass. No. Oh.
0: It's gonna be blue because we just have I have leftover 3D. I have leftover blue plastic from another project. Yeah. Engrave like a ward logo onto it there you go ward boy it's kind of hard to engrave into avia i mean i guess it could Yeah, i, just, I just don't know how good it would look it's like ABS plastic um just take a Xacto knife do what you can so that's been cool though i've had to learn how to do like some soldering and stuff with that so that's been nice because i've done it before but a
2: long time ago so do you do this on your free time like you just go in and use the machines on your free time or you do this during work hours and you get like time oh, to do work you use, on like, it?
0: the work stuff. Yeah, I kind of do it on the down low. Okay. <laughs> uh, Don't like your bosses to this podcast. No, I mean we we have um we have an intern project. Okay. So we bought a bunch of plastic for that, and then we just have a bunch of left over. And the machines, like, I mean, it's fine to use them. They wouldn't, they wouldn't care. Right. But I usually, I do it. I get it. I get to work like forty-five minutes before everyone else does. Cause no one there gets in. At like I get in at like eight. So, <laughs> Just get right off the water and pretty walk much. In. Um, cause I like I like being I like having that time to like have my oatmeal. And uh, so that's been really cool. I'm really excited about that. And I should have it built probably by Wednesday. Um. Do you, do they do you do you have your own solder
2: or is there a solder there? There. Huh. But
0: Alex has one. Oh really? I mean, I have my like ghetto solder that I have at home. <laughs> just a blowtorch i mean it's essentially like a modified wood burner so it's not safe to use because i can't regulate the temperature it's just like of it. two wires you pull together you plug into the wall and hopefully it's just strapped to a card battery
3: try not to set anything on fire
0: right you're not you're not far off it's not safe but I needed it for one thing a long time ago. And then he takes and, a um, fork
2: and digs out his toast out of the toaster.
0: But yeah, I, I really it's been cool as a good product like to really sink my teeth into Raspberry Pi too in a way that I, I like I I always like could get my head around him but now I feel like a the ceiling like it's not that bad getting into Raspberry Pi no and I I almost would think that I think I I think I have a harder time with Arduino and I do Raspberry Pi. But well goes on like, OS, an
1: And so you you it's automatically instantly more familiar, whereas Arduino is just pure coding.
0: Yeah. But also like you don't you don't develop for I mean a Raspberry Pi. It's not right. that's dissimilar, but it's just I think that because I can go into a debug thing on the Raspberry Pi really quickly. So I can start, like, work. I'm so used to working that way where I just have, right. like, I can see where the issues are breaking. Whereas when the Arduino breaks, it just, wheels are fucking spinning and lights are going off. And I'm like, I don't know what I <laughs> smoke, did wrong. Smoke is coming out of things <laughs> everywhere. Working as intended. <laughs> um, but Fuck it, ship it. Also, like... What fuck machine code, all right? You know? C, <laughs> yeah,
2: C yeah. is not machine code. No, it's not. You got like two more levels <laughs> no, before you get... No, la- it's
0: one level. Oh, that's right. It goes it's sp- one level straight- up. But so, it's, so, still it's still not almost... machine code. Nah, I mean, because if you... C is one level up, I thought. Well, there's byte code, which, well... All right, fuck this. Know. Whatever. I'm a web developer. I don't need this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 10 layers up. I'm in markup. <laughs> Um, she so to mark up the directions for you to code this, and you paid, go do it. I played, uh, like the episode of Life is Strange. Oh yeah, uh,
1: yes. I have not finished Uh-oh. it
0: yet. I well, I I mean, I'm I'm I think I'm close to the end of the first episode. I don't know. I don't remember where it ends on the first um, episode. Auburn, have you played
3: it? I've been dying to play Life is Strange. It's all just sitting in my Steam library from, you know, Steam sales. And it's, it's part of my pile of shame that I haven't played through yet. So.
0: so then I won't talk too much, like, about the narrative beats. But it's it's frustrating because I think... Oh, I have notes. Hold on. All right. And here's Mason's <laughs> crotch. <laughs> well, it's it's it behind is the thing. Documented now. Notes. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I and keep right them. That's where I keep them. On the tip of my penis. Um. First of all, the... Music in the game fucking rocks. Yeah. I love that. I love the the cues, the way they, they set the mood with it. Two thumbs up in my oh, like mind. it's a butterfly thing when you remember something? I hate that. Oh. I hate that. Oh. I just don't... I, I, I don't hate... I like the art direction on all the UI prompts. I think that's cool. Um...
1: I don't think these people have ever
0: spoken to any teenager in their life.
1: I do agree with that somewhat. Especially <laughs> yeah. I read I read through the entire journal that was one of the first things I did, reading like all the journal uh, entries and stuff. It's
0: it's frustrating because I think that like from the high level narrative arc, it's a really interesting story. But just it gets to a point where I'm getting frustrated where I'm just like no no one says that. No one's ever said that in their life. Hold on. Can can you think of an example? Um. God. Some. The interaction when the guy comes in with the gun. Uh Uh-huh. And there's something she says to herself where she's like, oh, God, fuck. I wish I had. I wrote on a quote. Also, she, and this might be because it's a game, but she feels the need to spell out everything in this, like, she's like, this is a. Analog camera, or whatever she yeah. says about describing her yeah. Polaroid camera, and I'm like, I know it is because it's <laughs> a Polaroid camera. <laughs> so I wish the writing did a little more trust of you, of getting context clues. Right. It it's it hits you over the head. It's like this is the story I'm telling you, and I'm gonna tell you it this way.
2: Um, I would argue that's no different than the Arkham games, though, with Batman's inner monologue.
0: Um but maybe maybe I think that Batman is a better written character in that game then. Also, I think that the Batman um inner monologue never seems like it's it's it seems like that's always propelling him to go well, like to help the the user understand.
1: The inner monologue is a is a very long standing comic book mechanic as well. So I think right. I think you kind of have to have that there.
0: Well in the, in life is strange is trying to, to to play on these like uh, teenage coming of age, angsty, and and stories that I love like my my favorite book of all time is Catcher in the Rye like I this is this is my shit I love Juno I love Little Miss Sunshine I love like this is a genre that I should be way into and I, so I just think that I really like like I said I like the the world um in the in the the arc that they're creating where she has this power and whatever but uh i don't like her interactions with her friends um i really 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 thought that the the and may I, I hope they go into this later on but i think that the way she uses her powers is kind of evil because uh. i th- i think that it's, it's, it's exploit And I, and I, I was kind of hoping that they go into it, like how it's kind of exploitative to have a conversation with someone and then rewind time knowing what they're going to say to get the right answer out. I thought all that could I'm, be really cool. All I'm going to
2: say is that it does something similar to what the butterfly effect does in that regard. You've, done,
1: you've only done the first chapter, right, Mason?
0: Whatever the, the first free thing okay.
2: was. Yeah, that's the first whole chapter. Um. But if you're looking for something like that, it's not expressly
0: spelled out in that way. Oh. I just—I uh, was kind of hoping that they would kind of like, because that's a—that's a huge amount of you're—you're you're essentially toying with other people's autonomy in the world
2: you because don't give you're a exploiting that
3: kind of power. Huh.
0: Right. <laughs> I wouldn't give myself that kind of power, let alone someone five years my
3: junior. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's one thing that the game does really well is that it did. It, and maybe the the world they create and the writing does this, is it, it, it's, it made me ask questions about that, which I think is exciting.
2: I would say that there is an episode that's almost entirely dedicated to her overreaching the bounds of her powers. And then they stick to that kind of theme for the rest of the game, starting like episode three or four. And that becomes like a major, major thing. And there's a point where she like, Adamantly decides not to tell someone about a decision she made or like not like completely ignore that Avenue Right, which is really interesting
0: Well, I think that you know, I think that they they do a lot really well I think the painterly look is pretty cool. I wish the world didn't feel so flat You know what I mean? Um, Not from an art direction standpoint, but it just feels kind of static
2: I think it's a technical limitation simply because there's kind of loading between all the locations you're going to
0: sure Um, and it's, it's frustrating because there, there are things that they stick in the animation and art department. Like I think her character design is really well done. And I think her animations and her body language is really well done. Um, especially when she's, it's, it's clear that she's motioning that she's like uncomfortable or that stuff is really well done. But then like the lip syncing is terrible. Um, so I don't know. I think it's, it's cool. I just, I think that the writing is just not for me. Um, I I, just, I don't I think that they, they either tried too hard to sound like it sounds more like hey teens than uh,
1: I would have. I'm gonna definitely give it a full try. Um, I'm gonna play all the chapters, uh, but I am gonna wait until I get back to my console because I just I had such a, po- a po- poor experience with the UI and how the control scheme worked on. My laptop with a trackpad that I'd rather just wait and just play it on controller because I think I'll have a more enjoyable experience, so I can report yeah. i like it I'll on report controller. back on it in a few weeks
0: um so yeah, that's kind of my my main read on it I think it's cool I just think i i just, i think the uh some of the some of the some of the interactions are a little hard to watch. Well, if it's not your
2: cup of tea, it's not your cup of tea. And I think but
0: you might... I think we all
1: kind of know would, that in terms of Mason's cups of tea, this is about as... Not as far from his cup of tea, but it's not... It's not your preferred cup of tea in, in a given day.
0: Well, but what's what's kind of a bummer to me this is metaphor that are, there's legs. just so much tea. <laughs> I don't
1: even know. I'm just full of tea.
0: But I do, like, I, this is not a story that I don't... And, like sure you know i mean like i enjoy like this genre like i you know i i, I really like juno i really liked um which i'm only saying juno because like i'm trying to think of like uh a game or a, a narrative that's from a teenage girl's perspective you yeah. know Di- I mean? Diary kind of a punkish Frank. alt love it
2: hmm <laughs> I don't think there's Mexican. a lot of corollaries between Life is Strange and Diary of Anne Frank. <laughs> I was just thinking of narratives um, that
1: were from teenage girls' perspectives. There's
2: <laughs> the entire episode where Maxine's trapped in an attic, <laughs> trying to escape the bullies at her school.
0: Uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, and there's like a part where she's interacting with the, the principal about the, principal. the gun in the bathroom. And the principal just, like, dismisses her. She's like, you're being crazy. And I was like, what? (laughs) If someone told you there's a gun in the bathroom, you take that, especially a student like Max, who seems to be, like, pretty well regarded in the school as, like, not this crazy out there person. She's just a quiet girl, which is the person that, as a principal, you listen to first. Like, what? I I was just like, this is the worst principal (laughs) ever. So, well, he's also I'm just this is a minor spoiler,
2: but he's also a functioning alcoholic. What? Yeah, but I don't <laughs> think the
0: alcoholism part is why he was like, unless he was drunk. Then he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I like <laughs> you, you I got you guys on me.
1: <laughs> 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 you're crazy. I like you, Max. You're <laughs> crazy. <laughs> oh, Max. Um, man, so you gonna keep playing? I should have. Are done? Uh, I don't
0: know. Does the writing get, does it get less about their, do they stop saying little things that are, hmm, <laughs> are there less like high school like interactions and more just about her like unraveling this thing or?
2: Um, it kind of turns into half and half. Yeah,
0: like... I, the, high, the, the 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 stuff in school between the students, especially like, like Victoria, because uh, she's the bully, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, there's an interaction with her on the staircase getting into your dorms. Yes. And like, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I'm on a Life is Strange wiki page and the fucking mouse over prompt is a butterfly and now I'm closing this window. (laughs) This is garbage. This is stupid and I hate
1: it. So so moving Uh on. uh... (laughs) Sorry. Dan, what have you been playing? So I've been playing um, in a, Pokemon in yellow. addition to Pokemon Go and Pokemon Yellow uh I actually also downloaded uh Link's Awakening oh boy <sighs> because I'd never played Link's Awakening and the DX? So the Game I've got boy the one. DX one yeah it's the Game Boy one it was originally released did you see the Chain Chomp I did I I was like there are a lot of Mario references did you see the penis there's Yoshi's Goombas, in it? there's a Yoshi there's a Chain Chomp Link's Awakening was made, and everyone was just high. It's, as shit. it's so <laughs> apparent. It's so apparent. It's so. But it's weird. also a really nice nod to Link to the Past because you know it obviously came out shortly after Link to the Past, and so right. you know it's a little lower fidelity in terms of graphics. It's it, but there are similar sound effects. There are it's very similar, similar art direction. Um, and it's just miyamoto he walks into the office and he's like guys where's all the rubber cement and the entire dev team is just on their face and then link's awakening is just sitting at the game boy done <laughs> it's
0: just so, this prototype cart um that was my first zelda game yeah because i had it for game boy yeah and i had that before i had i mean i had super mario world i mean super mario yeah land the snes one
2: world oh okay
0: so I had that, but I had no context that these th- were two separate yeah. worlds. Because in my head, Super Mario World and Link's Awakening, they had the same characters. Yep. So I kept looking for Link in Super Mario. And it's World. Just never.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's interesting to have the crossover there for sure, um, and just the mythology and the lore so far is is very different. Um, but I like it a lot. Uh, I'm I'm really enjoying it, and it's a really comprehensive game. It's hard. It is hard. It's not. Uh, the puzzle, but but I like, that's one of the things I like about Zelda games is there often are pu- challenging puzzles. And right. um, I think that, so on Virtual Console, I think it was $4.99. Um, wow. Yeah, and it's one of these things where I'm, I'm playing through. I'm only on the second dungeon. I think there's like seven or eight dungeons. Um, and I already feel like I've gotten my money's worth out of it. It's, it's a, I... I think it's interesting just from like a, you know, a designer UX designer perspective, um, how they got around item management at a time when, uh, traditionally there's, so there's interesting things from, for, for Zelda games, the a button is always the sword, right? Mm -hmm. You can actually assign whatever you want to either button a and B. And Mm -hmm. I think that's really interesting that that's, that's a dynamic. You don't see anywhere else really, um, in in the history of the Zelda games, uh, well, except for the well, Wii one, where you well, shake. yeah, right, um, and and so that's interesting to me, um, but uh, yeah, it's it's got some really good puzzles. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I'll let you know more once I get a little more into it and a little little deeper into the story and stuff. But I mean, obviously, it's not a huge story. It's more just little snippets of interactions, but. Um, yeah, I like it. It's it's been a lot of fun, uh, and that's kind of what's taken most of my time in terms of playing um, when I've had time to play. Aside from, Pokemon I'm really excited Go. for
0: you. I played a, to played play a lot Zelda of Pokemon Zelda Go, Link's week. Awakening. <laughs> All right, Pokemon game still strong. I think, you, I think strong. You're gonna really like Link's Awakening because
1: that game is really good. You mean the one I'm playing right now? Does
0: no Link Between Worlds? Okay, I'm no, that's sorry, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Link Between. My only hesitation it. with
1: Link Between Worlds is that it is so much of it is linked to the past, which I've already played. I play once, I play Dude, once a year. Um, I'm telling but, you this will, that'll only make you like, Oh, i sure. More, oh, I'm sure it does crazy shit with it. Um, and I will, I will get around to it. I just, uh, right now I'm, I'm, I'm plugging through some oldie, but goodies and yeah. Gotta a get back
0: on that Pokemon yellow? Yeah. yeah. Boop, boop. How far, what gym are you in,
1: Pokemon yellow? Oh, I'm early still. Uh, what the fuck are you doing? any badges? No. What? What? I haven't. Ha- I, I haven't I had no a chance. Of, I
2: don't I haven't have any badges. I've played it much.
0: Because you're playing. Because i playing, Link's and playing. Like a Dweeb. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I caught my Manky. I'm gonna level him up until he learns his fighting move, and then I'm gonna fuck up Brock's See, shit. Guys, I haven't. <laughs> I'm
1: at. I'm. Would you guys both? I haven't been able to to right. get into Brock's. I, I need to go. I need to go explore and <laughs> i have gotten into, a really shit. into rock shit. No, I just I need to go collect some more Pokemon, and I haven't wanted to go through that grind of collecting and and building my Pokemon stash. Gotta get those. got get this poke. Don't you get a Bulbasaur like right out of the gate in that game? No, no you
0: get Bulbasaur at Cerulean and in, and in Yellow. Cause you get all three starters. Yeah, which makes that game like incredibly easy because you have everything.
2: Yeah, you don't get Bulbasaur until Cerulean. You don't get. Uh, squirtle till vermi- Vermilion oh, for some, City. For some
1: reason, I just have like 32 Mr. Mimes and it's just making the game really weird. <laughs> uh-huh. But they're all level 40, so they, won't listen, 40 so they won't listen to you. <laughs> but yeah.
2: I forgot. I, I, I didn't know about that mechanic when I was a kid. The Mr. That, Mime, like, Mime had, mechanic? Yeah, the Mr. Mime mechanic. He just comes and hangs out. Fixes your you car. have to um, takes your moms on dates. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's weird. They all Uh. go together.
0: (laughs) Uh. I thought you were referencing the TV show
2: because his mom had a Mr. Mr. Mime Mime
1: mechanic.
0: But also, can we talk about how fucked up the concept of Mr. Mime as a. I mean, th- these not people. We you get about past how the point up the
1: concept of Pokemon is. No, I can think. It's all I, an right. right. allegory for slavery acceptance. I'm watching it's, this TV well, show, and it's, I'm it's like, "Oh my like god, this fighting. is terrible." We've been teaching children for 20 years that it's okay to have slaves as long as you treat them correctly.
2: No, <laughs> no Pokemon is Mike Tyson's favorite game. I just but no Pokemon. Or not Mike Tyson. Okay, uh, Bill O'Reilly. No, who's the dog fighting guy? Michael. That went to.
0: Michael Vick. Mike Tyson. The, um... <laughs> Go <Bulbathar. laughs> Uh No, I think it's closer... So I think you could draw a really strong analogy between Pokemon and, like, animal fighting, dog cock fighting, whatever. I wouldn't draw it to slavery until you bring Mr. Mime into it, who is a bipedal fucking, like, anthropomorphic humanoid. humanoid. It's a mime, which is a human job. <laughs> <laughs> shit's fucked,
2: man. I Can't can't wait till I introduce Mr. Teacher. <laughs> it's going to be my favorite Pokemon. It's a what?
1: mime, which is a human job. <laughs> What's, what, what is your career, sir? I was going to say, it, but then i like, wait, it's a mime. I can't say it.
0: Ooh.
1: Just to act oh, it right. out. No, then I realized I'm on the radio, and then that doesn't really work. So. Yeah.
0: No, you're on video. You're
1: on video. We're video. recording
0: the video. We're going to put it on the YouTubes. Oh.
1: Well, I wish, up wish I had known that. I would have, like, I don't know, sat that. closer to the what? video and worn, worn a, fancy a fancy hat. hat. No, yeah. I
2: like your framing. I like your framing, Dan. I like the one-third Dan, two-thirds your <laughs> White upper face. wall and ceiling.
0: <laughs> also, from this angle, like, you can tell that, like, Dan's, like, a pretty big dude, but you'd have no idea that he's <laughs> the, the biggest dude in the room. Or he's just taller than... There you go. Aaron, <laughs> how tall do you think Dan is?
3: Oh, God. I don't know. Six, oh, five, nine. Somewhere there. Right
1: See, now? Dan, how tall <laughs> are you? Four. Six,
0: Dan's a head and shoulders taller than me. Yep. Wait, you don't even know how tall I am. There's no context. We're all one foot tall, except for Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just heads attached to hands and feet. Yep. Ward Littlecast. <laughs> um, so that's cool i i think that the virtual console is i think having dan having a 3ds is really exciting because i've always wanted to get way into the virtual console but i don't know i just didn't and now i'm building an emulation console so i'm just never going to get into it um till you need to trade those sweet pokemans and you just locked yourself in so we can talk about this and then and, and so and auburn you said you're super into pokemon yeah. So are you stoked on Sun and Moon?
3: Uh, yeah, not as stoked as I was on Pokemon Go, because I think Pokemon Go kind of changed the Pokemon game. But really, yeah, um, X okay. and Y was actually I stepped away from Pokemon for a long time, and then X and Y came out, and I got back into them, and I'm um, I'm excited for Sun and Moon.
0: I liked X and Y a lot. Yeah,
3: they were great games.
0: I thought um, I liked I liked some of the new Pokemon designs. Uh oh, Alexa, chill out. Um, <laughs> but, Alexa, uh, buy Pokemon. Uh, she's upset. The, uh, but so you can weigh in on this. So Dylan is really excited, and Dylan, I'm speaking for you. I apologize. Dylan's excited about transferring his Pokemon up through the Pokemon Bank. That poke you're, you bank. guys are familiar with this concept, right? Yeah. The Pokemon Bank and the, which I found out costs five fucking dollars a year. Crazy.
3: How dare no. they? No.
0: No, that's fucking stupid, because all this is, like, oh, oh, oh my god. <laughs> what are we paying for? What are we, the wake up, space, people? Like, server space, server rack. The fuck?
2: Gotta get them server racks. All right, fine. Them pookie racks. An,
0: it's an elegant solution to a stupid problem, but, um, so, bringing my Pokemon up from previous games, doesn't that just make the new game way easier? But it depends on what the point of the game is.
2: Is the point of the game to catch all the Pokemon or the point of the game to defeat the Elite Four?
0: Well, it, I mean, I guess I usually fall off when I beat the Elite Four. So you're right. I like, guess we're playing for different reasons. Yeah.
2: And when you transfer up... Like I don't know how the Pokemon Bank works. Like to the point of like, are they the same Pokemon in terms of level, well, or do they you maintain invest in their
0: Pokemon futures? Oh, okay. And then, what's the Pokemon Dow looking like right now? There's a so you have subsidized Pokemon which are at a 5.4 percent rate, but then you have unsubsidized Pokemon which are at a 6.2 percent rate. Do I get preferential Pokemon, or is it all common Pokemon? Well, it depends if you get a public or private Pokemon. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, what are the Pookie dividends like? It's just Mister Mime sweating. <laughs> Just a bunch of them running on a stock market floor, just
0: like <laughs> shouting at each other,
2: my mine, my my
0: And then you know, the Koch brothers are like, "You're mine!" And they're like, "We knew it." <laughs> so, um, drop so all your stock, flood the market. I'm just interested. So, Dylan, or, or are you guys gonna transfer your Pokemon? Your Pokemon's up. You gonna get your Pokemon on?
3: I am not. I actually, every Pokemon game I play, at least the first playthrough, I always like to play fresh. That's how I like to approach any game. Um, Just because I feel like, you know, even bringing just old Pokemon over and and bringing them through this new game and everything. I think you're experiencing this new game with a hand-me-down of an old game. And I don't know, when I play a new game, I want to get the fresh experience of just that game for the very first time. Because you never get to have that again. So...
0: I agree with I agree with that sentiment, of like kind of going through this new area, and feeling that way first, and then if I wanted to come back and play through it again, maybe I would transfer. Yeah. Sorry guys, I got lost there for a second. I was telegraphing you. <laughs> yeah, you should check
2: it out on our Facebook chat. <laughs> Some nice telegrams. Um,
1: Morse code. Yeah.
2: I uh, I don't know. I I've never caught them all and there's still a part of me who wants to catch them all. But Dylan, you gotta catch them all. I gotta so, catch them all. like, all
0: of them? Like, all 700 like, like fucking ones? Like, all of them.
2: Like, um... But, I played a little bit of Yellow, and then I was like, I'm gonna check out all the other Pokemon cartridges I have, and I, like, looked at all of them and just to saw, like, where... What state of the games were, and I have a... I have Fire Red, and I have a Diamond Cart, um, and then I have White. And there's a point when I booted up White, and I kind of played like 5-10 minutes of it I had no idea where I was in terms of like progression or anything and that's the point where I was like man what the fuck am I doing and then I was like but I gotta catch them all so it's just this kind of paralysis where I don't know I just you don't know where to start but I also like do I want it or do I just want it's some like weird nostalgia factor that I just want to
1: rekindle (laughs) fortune and glory glory kid Fortune and glory.
0: You want to, you want to have that sensation that you had when a kid that has slowly been crippled and ripped away by your age, <laughs> by the realities of growing <laughs> out of the world, my mental sickness. Wow, basic, basic. Getting dark today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pokemon got dark twenty some years ago when it created institutionalized slavery. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> Mr. Mime.
3: And I Pokemon
0: mean, went dark.
2: If
3: you look at the descriptions and stuff, and for some of these Pokemon, like Drowsy likes to kidnap kids that's right, what? Been right? Dark forever. <laughs>
0: kill all the drowsies
1: just kill them i will <laughs> say so so i Facebook. told you guys i've been watching the show because i never watched it as a kid and uh i watched Why are you watching this show? it's enjoyable it's it's really enjoyable My frying pan there are well. moments, i want old dan back there are moments there are moments where it's like this this shit is really dark Please like, do not
0: watch the movie until you can watch it with us, though. Oh my god! I want to watch it. With okay. you. Have a the
1: movie's dope as fuck. Movie night. Um, I've been watching the. You don't want to get back. Like the episode I just watched the other day is like the ghastly episode with the woman who the ghost who's waiting for her lover who like runs away. Oh my god, sort of that one was fucked. Yeah. right? And I god, just that
0: show was pretty cool.
2: Wait, is this not in the part where he's trying to fight Sabrina?
1: No, this, but I just I just got I just started the Sabrina episode last night, but I was so tired I fell asleep. But it's that's some scary shit too with like the little girl and it like puts them mm-hmm. in the toy. Like that's some crazy shit, man. Yeah. When we talked about the episode where he has to like essentially tweak
0: Pikachu out to fight Brock. Right. Yeah, yeah. like hook up Which like is, like but,
1: nipple clamps and like jump on the water wheel. But, but that's not that's the as same episode. Up. As no, but part- that episode's really messed up because it's got the Sandshrew guy who's like, I just gotta beat my Sandshrew into submission to make him listen, and and it's, it's if you want to point to one episode that's like, here you go, slavery's okay as long as you but, treat him okay.
2: To me, like, that doesn't pale in, co- I mean, that pales in comparison to the episode where Ash dies and turns into a ghost and hangs out with gasoline Haunter and Gengar for Spoiler alert. episode. Oh
0: my god. Wait, that was in the first, the original series? Yeah. I haven't the, gotten there yet. POS, oh, I'm sorry. Star Trek. You're, you're about to see it, Dan. But like, just the constant. And the Haunter hangs out. Did like, you see his eyes? That's pretty good. Or his face or whatever. Yeah, it's, that
2: messed me up. Because I was deathly afraid of death as a kid. And
0: that. Do you know the episode when they meet Bill? Uh, I don't know. I've never seen that one. The one at the lighthouse? And the Dragonite's in the background? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-uh. So, I remember like, I didn't know what a Dragonite looked like. So they just have this big silhouette of this awesome fucking dragon thing. And then I remember the first time I saw Dragonite and I got really pissed. And <laughs> I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck is this thing? It's Charizard. <laughs> no, it's what, it just looks like someone took Charizard. Like, made him friendly. Because like Blastoise looks super metal. Charizard's fucking dope. Venusaur could just kill everything. And then I got Dragonite, who's like one of the most formidable fucking Pokemon. And he's got like fucking
1: it's a, it's the Hodor, Charizard, though. It's the Hodor of Pokemon. I got I got to say for Neantec I give them a lot of a lot of credit because they have put and decided to keep even though a bunch of nests changed they kept the La Brea Tar Pits as a Charmander nest. So <laughs> it's just awesome cuz it's like you guys know about the La Brea Tar tarpits right? There's I mean granted it wasn't dinosaurs it was uh ice age but they have all these fossils that fell there's just these pools of of a- liquid asphalt in the middle of downtown Los Angeles. Uh-huh. And yeah, cool. It's really cool, and uh, and they they've got like saber tooth tigers and woolly mammoths and shit like that, and you can just walk around this park that's around these um, asphalt pits, these oil pits, and uh, and catch Charmanders. It's great.
2: But wouldn't that make more sense if it was like Aerodactyl or Kabuto? Yeah, you catch their Omastar. It's a lot or harder. The other one, to... one that no one
0: remembers.
1: It's it's the clan. You know. <laughs> or omnistar? Yeah, Omastar. But all hail yeah. the Helix fossil. Yeah, Aerodactyl would be nice, but I don't think they have Aerodactyl nests. I think Aerodactyls are pretty rare. I think they just Except kind of, Dan got one. I did get one because he's cool. I think Aerodactyls you know, are one of tower the roll.
0: stupidest looking Pokemon. Because it's, it's impossible d- for that thing to fly because it's 80% head.
4: Yeah. <laughs> also, do you know what
0: type it is? Downwards. Right. He's just It's just an evolutionary crime. I'm like, you went extinct for a reason. <laughs> what
1: are you saying, Dylan? <laughs> God, Mason's just like, well, I guess he's just being Mason. What's, being the <laughs> what's the supersonic jet?
2: What's the supersonic jet where it has a nose that constantly points down? Is that aerodactyl?
1: SR seventy one. But what's
0: the jets by their fucking code? Oh, the Concorde.
1: The There we go.
0: The senior uh, 18 740 jet, it flew in World War II six times. The SR-71.
1: You guys, you, Mason, you know what the SR-71 is, and don't pretend like you don't. But I only know the second run, not the original run.
0: Is the SR-70, which one's the jet, or is that just the
1: leader? The SR-71 was the first plane to go faster than the speed of sound. It's that giant black one that's is that like... the one that's in the, that it they're was bringing sitting, to the science museum? Yeah, um, it was sitting outside is. of the Virginia Aviation Museum, outside of the... There, there are only, like, 50 of them ever made. It's made from, like, pure titanium or some shit, and it's the, it's a sweet-ass airplane.
0: Yeah, it's cooler than a fucking aerodactyl. It's, we can agree on that. It, it is. It is <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> Um Yeah, but they're bringing one to the the Richmond Science Museum, and they're building a whole, like, hangar for it. I'm really excited for it. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Ooh, I've, have I've you been... Have that. I asked you this, Mason? Have you been to the Air and Space Annex, the... Up in oh my
0: god, I love it! It's awesome. Yeah, the giant it's, hangar. It's
1: insane. It's insane. That's where the yeah, um, it's awesome.
0: That's where the have you been Dylan? the IMAX theater? is. Have
1: you been to No, where is it? If you guys, if you guys like planes and space shuttles and stuff, it's it's kind of near Dulles Airport. It's... But they have the space shuttle. They've got all these rockets. They've got an SR seventy one. They've got the Anola Gay. They've got a Concorde. They got the entire history of flight. It's just this gigantic hangar full of airplanes. It's fantastic. Dylan, did you see
0: the photo I took of the janitor cleaning in front of the space shuttle? Cause that's where that mm, was vaguely because I saw the IMAX theater. <laughs> well, because we you're seeing, we saw Star Wars at that IMAX theater, and it was funny because there's
1: I hey, Dylan. Do you know that picture I took of that janitor? <laughs> I'm gonna
4: find the picture
0: because it's cool.
2: I, I don't know. You take
0: so many, Mason.
2: It's like some weird fixation you have with custodial workers. I don't understand. I don't
0: take no, that's not true. That's a lie. That's not a thing that happens.
2: Look, if you aspire to push a mop, I can hook you up. Look at him. That's a... What tabs you got open? Let me see. On my phones? No, it's reflecting your
0: laptop. No, I have have Audition and I have Hangouts. And I'm talking into the microphone. I'm doing all the things you want me to do. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No young Gary Boosie tab open anymore. I kept looking at that and like... I mean, it's really obnoxious to laugh at something that you did to yourself. But I just thought that was hilarious that I just had this tab that was... Young Gary Busey, and I felt really upset with myself. Do you know why I was looking that up? Was it had to do with Hitman? Yeah, because I think that,
1: comparing well, to his model. I was trying in to figure game. out what the
0: model was supposed to look like because it doesn't look like horse Gary Busey. Yeah, it doesn't
3: well, at all. <laughs> he
1: he. <laughs> Gary Busey got in an accident where he like destroyed his entire skull, and they had to completely rebuild it. Well, now oh my I feel god! I know really? what I yeah. said. So that's why young Gary Busey looks very different than old Gary Busey, and he had some brain damage, which is why he acts as weird as he does.
0: But he, he leans into it.
2: Oh, he,
1: know, he hold, does. He, <laughs> he owns for it sure pretty well. well. He's I do a lot of respect for Gary crazy. Busey. Um, that yeah, but he played young Gary Busey played Buddy Holly, um, hmm. back in the day, like. <laughs> I think that
2: Amazon Fire TV commercial with Gary Busey is probably one of the highlights (laughs) of his career. (laughs) So
1: good. So good. Him just freaking out. Have you seen the the
0: show hole ads? The what? The show hole ads? No. Yes. It's an Amazon. Oh, damn it. I'm pretty sure that they inspired um, what the Upside Down looks like. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. But I can't talk about it because someone hasn't fucking seen the show, so... (laughs) Whatever.
1: I'll leave. <laughs>
0: Good. I wish you would. Go hang out with your Mr. Mimes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm just kidding, Dan. Dan, no. Dan, don't do that. Stop. Stop. Oh, Dan.
2: Sad Dan. You're embarrassing us. Um, Speaking of show hole, I played the entirety of that um, click hole adventure that Dan sent on the Facebook <laughs> Oh my Facebook god, it was shed. so
1: long. It was so, so long. long. When did Dan send a click hole adventure? It, it was, was like, like a it was couple like... days ago you're in a city that everyone fights by playing chess and the, the whole conceit the, was ridiculous <laughs> it was it was but
2: it, it, it like appealed so to me on a personal level cuz like the conceit was that you're a businessman <laughs> that lives in a universe where everyone is obsessed with chess and you don't understand it <laughs> and like you try so hard to understand it and then this computer comes along that Masters chess and beats everyone in the town, so you have to learn how to do chess. And the only way you learn how to play chess is by making business analogies about playing chess, and that's how you beat the robot. I like
0: like all of this,
2: (laughs) it's so so bizarre. (laughs) It's just a choose your own adventure game where you do that. That's awesome. Called Can You Defeat the Chess Computer?
0: Oh, that's what that was. Yeah, oh, and the images were from that. Okay,
2: yeah, it was pretty Uh... good.
0: See, some of us work during the day, so I could not be bothered. Well, I beat the chess computer. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was probably
1: Sorry, right, Dylan's just working to save the universe, Mason. <laughs> save humanity.
0: Come on. No, I was I was I mean I was looking up wiring schematics for an emulation thing. There's nothing
1: to do with Don't work. try to make everyone think you're cooler than you are by throwing out terms no one understands. <laughs> uh, it's got some circuit diagrams, uh, you know. Well, fucking Alex is building a drone. Speaking of, I saw. Did you see this video? Some guy turned to a, like a, a decided to start turning a bunch of rogue, a yeah dead cat into a drone. Yes, yeah, I like, immediately thought of Alex Rice. Wendy told me about that
2: this morning. I was being like, "You need to stop talking because you're gonna really like That's visibly not a nice upset way to me. Talk
0: to your girlfriend, Dylan. <laughs> Sh- stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> just, stop! Just, 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 just stop! Shut your mouth <laughs> when you're just, talking. To just me. stop. <laughs> you're a dork. Um, so cool. Cool. Well uh at Mason.
2: What? Tell me about Tales from the Borderlands.
0: Oh, I played uh 20 minutes of it. Oh, god damn it.
3: <laughs>
0: I'm going to beat it. Arvin, have you played any of that game, Tales from the Borderlands? No,
3: I haven't. It is again in my pile of shame, just just waiting. I
0: I would recommend that. Over Life is Strange.
3: Yeah, it's it's, oh. it's one of those weird things, you know, like when, when, before I started working in the industry, I had all this time to play all the games I wanted. And when I first got this job, I was like, yeah, I'll get paid to play video games. This will be awesome. And that's the total opposite of what happened. I get paid to do right. literally anything other than play video games.
1: Aww. That's a bummer.
3: Yeah, well, it comes with the territory, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you
0: should play Tales from the Borderlands in your non-video game time. Definitely. No, I don't know if I, I would. I wouldn't even compare it to Life is Strange. I shouldn't have said that. They're very different. But Tales from the Borderlands is really funny. Like, exceptionally, it sh- it should not be as funny as it is.
3: Is it a border like? So, if is it a Borderlands game if it's not funny though?
0: Well, I don't think that I didn't think Borderlands Two was funny. Like, I got I annoyed me, so. I mean, I, I guess like in terms of like, there's like a funny tone to Borderlands, like the world of Borderlands, you know. Yeah. But like this game is like legitimately. There are parts with Loaderbot. Dan, have you beaten it? Uh, no. no, not yet. And Dylan, you have though. Yes. I think Loaderbot is hilarious. Loaderbot's funny. Just the way his person. So Loaderbot, have you played Borderlands? Yeah. Okay. So you know the, the big yellow robots that come and fight you? Oh yeah. So they they recruit one essentially. <laughs> he has this kind of passive aggressive personality, but he's also very well spoken and it's just All right, now you look like an idiot. I think he's really funny. He's funny. <laughs> he's funny.
2: Um You know, but, you I don't need
0: you guys to pander to me, all right? This is just <laughs> embarrassing. I just that's
2: not the thing that I walked away with in that game. There was like a specific scene that I thought like was like the quintessential port. Well, it was two scenes, but there was one at the very end that was like, "This is what this is. This whole game was building up to." But I do think the parts with Looterbot were funny.
0: Oh, I'm not. Oh no, I'm just saying. I think it's a good. I think it's. A, I just the characters in that game. I have really grown on me too, in a way that I didn't think a Borderlands game would do to me.
2: I didn't know. Um, Vaughn was voiced
1: by uh, the. Chris ner- Hardwick. Yeah, I did Yeah. He talked about it on you know, the on the Nerdist podcast a little bit. Um, he, uh, it's just it's just
0: him. It just sounds just like him. I um, I've only
1: ever listened to one episode of the Nerdist, so
0: you know it's it's all right. Depends uh, on yeah. who the
1: guest is. I like Nerdist, but it depends on who the guest is.
0: Chris Hardwick's stand up has gotten amazing, and this is gonna sound really bad. Yeah, his stand up's great. But, like his, it was okay, but after his dad died, it got like incredible. <laughs> and he admits this, like he talks about this, but like I. His latest stand-up is hilarious and just fucked. Like, so, I'm a fan. I think Alex is knocking on my door. You guys keep talking.
2: Knock, knock, knocking on Mason's door. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. oh. I um, I also played or finished or beat or whatever the fuck I did with Tap My Katamari, um, which was totally not worth it and felt like a waste of my time when I finally beat it. And yeah that was cool so, cause like the whole point of tap my katamari like if you play any other tapping games is just kind of building up progress and like so you just keep rolling your katamari and it gets bigger and then you get coins and you take those coins and you level up your prints and then you just keep doing that and you unlock abilities and you get up to like the billions of coins um or no I was in like the quintillions of coins and then you use that uh to level him up because as the katamari gets bigger he gets weaker and then the last thing you do is that you just the last upgrade is just you taking the katamari and turning it into a star but the second you do that it restarts the entire game and then it's like all right go do that again here's some currency for turning that thing into a star and i was like no no i'm not no 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 (laughs) i'm not playing into your skinner box (laughs) i'm out I already spent two weeks getting up to this point i'm not that's it no more tapping games to me first and last tapping game
0: what's your favorite tapping game or what's your favorite phone game mine or auburn oh either one
2: auburn you go it's gonna oh. be pokemon go but
3: yeah yeah i've actually um i've been playing a lot of jetpack fighter it's
0: is that like jetpack joyride
3: I don't know Jetpack Joyride, so I can't tell you, um, but Jetpack Fighter is, I know, I, I'm awful. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jetpack Fighter is actually Hi-Rez's first mobile game, Huh. and it's got this very cool, like, 80s feel to it, and it's brightly colored and a lot of fun.
2: I'm going to look it up. What do you do?
3: Um, it's, it's mostly just, like, a dashing game. You, like, dash through, fight a bunch of people, go really fast. You
0: know. Oh my god. It looks Look up Jetpack Joyride. <laughs> it's different. It's very different. But Jetpack Joy you know the worm yeah. game? Where you make the it's it, what Jetpack Joyride Or the helicopter is. game. Or the helicopter game. Yeah. This looks cool.
3: No, it's a ton of fun. I liked it a lot.
2: Mason and I played a lot of twenty forty eight because we were cheapos and didn't buy threes, but twenty forty eight Competitive play got really bad at one point. Got a little aggressive. Yeah,
0: but that's anything we compete at. It's not. It's not. It's not. I don't think it's indicative of the game as much <laughs> as it is our personalities. Yeah, I um, where Rocket League became a sweaty experience. I just, I don't know. I never
2: stick with phone games a lot. I just, I don't. I've never been super attached to playing
0: on a phone. Yeah. I I don't I don't. It doesn't do much for me. I kind of like I like booting up down well. on the phone. And, Fucking with that, yeah. Were you like,
2: uh, one million, and we must build a boat too?
0: Oh yeah, I did really like. We must build a boat it was really cool. Yeah.
3: I am super looking I, forward to chess. uh Torchlight Mobile though. I am stoked for that what? Torchlight Mobile.
0: Huh? I didn't even know that was gonna be. A th- I love. I love. They're Torch putting right. Torchlight,
3: Torchlight on mobile. I'm so excited for it.
0: It's just good. That makes hmm. a lot of sense yeah. though. Like you, you could. Wow. Is this
2: is gonna be completely one to one.
3: I think like, the so. The same exact game. Yeah, I think it's pretty much just a straight port. slightly different UI, slightly different controls, but same game at its heart.
0: Hmm. That's interesting. That could that could be the end yeah. of me. <laughs> I exciting, though. That's um, who made that game? Need- it's Max Schaefer. Oh
3: God! Now I gotta look it up.
0: Uh, it's not Runic. It's not. Is it Runic?
2: It yeah, it sounds
0: yeah oh yeah right, there you go uh-huh. bang bang boom somewhere Look in that. somewhere in that brain <laughs> um I just I love the soundtrack in the first game because it's such a giant it was done by the guy that did the Diablo soundtrack yeah. so it has like all its acoustic guitar in it a, which is just it's a lot of Diablo vets and Runic yeah mm-hmm. it's essentially the team that made it's isn't it like all Black Isle people
2: I don't know uh, I think it was a lot of the Diablo two team
0: yeah. But so that's cool. Yeah. Really, other phone like any game is Reddit a game? That's all <laughs> I do on my phone.
2: That depends. Can you win Reddit? There, you can when I play. It. Points to Reddit.
0: You just make fake accounts and just find ways to like create arguments. Upvote front page of the internet. Now, have you seen that? Um, there's a subreddit called r slash but it's this. He's a copywriter. He pretends to be this old man, and he has all these comments on stuff that just infuriate people. <laughs> on, I'll find an example because I got it. It's pretty good. Uh, but he's like this f- phenomenon.
2: uh Speaking of Downwell, Mason, you missed our our Downwell conversation last week. I don't know if you had.
0: How do you feel about Downwell? Huh? How do you feel about Downwell?
2: I haven't gone back to it. I was telling. Really? I was telling Will on Tuesday. I've been playing more Up Squid than I have Downwell. <laughs> which is well, that's
0: a pretty good con- flattering comment. Yeah,
2: which Alverin Upsquid is our friend, our dev- development friend Will It's his, uh uh downwell kind of tribute game that he made for a game jam. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. I enjoy it. Are you
0: are you based out of Richmond?
3: Um I used to be uh our offices actually are based in Atlanta. Um so I work remotely. Uh we used to be in Richmond, they moved to Atlanta about a year ago. And I work remotely from Richmond originally, and then now I'm in Asheville.
0: Tennessee? I mean, North no. Carolina? Yeah. North Kakalaki. What the fuck just crossed in my head when I was like, <laughs> Asheville's awesome.
3: Yeah, I love it here. It's so great.
0: Yeah, it's a cool town. Um, I was going to say, because you should come to the game jam things, but I guess you're in it. Well, you should go to find the indie game scene in Nashville, because I'm sure they have a scene.
3: Yeah, they definitely do.
0: Uh, Dan, since you're back, I have something to read to you. Yes. Do you know who Ken M is? Ken M? Yeah. No. So he's just this guy that goes around and comments on stuff. And I want to end this thread. Sorry, Dylan. But he has a thing on this the article is titled Status Update Facebook to go public, raise five billion. And then his comment is it would be nice if the government unplugged the internet on Sunday so more folks went to church. <laughs> and then it's all these people getting mad. At him for <laughs> like, That's not how it works. <laughs> and and then someone said it would be nice if the government didn't allow judgmental people like you to surf the web so then he responded the internet was originally intended for Christian fellowship but it got hijacked (laughs) by porn and news (laughs) (laughs) Leave my idol (laughs) (laughs) he's so good at it anyways yeah Uh, Upsquid I think um, Downwell has a, a really from like a design standpoint though like Downwell is really interesting the way it takes this um, two genres that I think you wouldn't naturally pair together and, and elegantly like uh, we have a professor named um, Kaylee that talks about like seeking and reapplying. There's like a, there's a way to like apply just really good mechanics from one thing to another thing. And I think that it does a really good job taking the best parts of like doodle jump and like really quick loop games that are, are satisfying and like kind of high score driven. And then the roguelike kind of progression. So I think it's cool. Yeah. Those are my thoughts on download. All right, I love the look of it. I really like the look of it. I do
2: too. I don't like any of the alternate color schemes, though.
0: They're I like all... the Game Boy. I like the Game Boy one. It's just hard on my eyes. Yeah, it is hard, with the, especially the way it treats the the whites and the blacks. It's hard. Yeah. The sounds, though, God damn it, that's it's a good. good sounding game. It is so just crunchy and poof, oh, oh, it's so good. I want to play. We'll play. I want to play a noise.
1: Oh, now we gotta get a Downwell soundboard. I'm just saying, <laughs> Dan, have you played Downwell? No, I, I. We talked about it last week. I looked at it, but I haven't played it. All
4: right.
2: I mean, if you like Rogue Legacy, you might find some parallels to this, Dan. Yeah, yeah.
0: Rogue Legacy is great. So, um, and now Albert, w- have you played Downwell?
3: No, I haven't.
0: That's right. You don't play games. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that. Ah, so good.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Watching them war simulators on his phony phone.
0: It's <laughs> down well. Wait, where did you see a war simulator?
1: No. Just never.
0: Oh, Hitman Go is a game I played on my phone. That's a good game. Yeah. Dan, what's your favorite phone game?
1: Um. Poor probably home. Monument Valley. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, but that's like being like, oh yeah, my favorite movie is uh, Citizen Kane. It's like the best example of a phone game. I
1: mean, Monument, Monument Valley is fantastic. It's got no. You're right. I'm not it's, I'm just being obnoxious. It's a fantastic game.
2: It's the Citizen Kane of iOS games.
0: I wonder, like, what's the Citizen Kane of Citizen Canes?
2: Hmm. Jurassic Park.
0: Good
1: answer, <laughs>
0: Dan. What about what Beyond Monument Freddy Valley?
1: Fingering. Like? Um. New York Times crossword puzzle. Chess with friends with Mason. Chess with friends with Mason. <laughs> friend. uh, what other games do I really like? Hearthstone, I think they did a really good job at making a really capable mobile experience. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I, you know, I've stopped playing a lot of mobile games because I get so tired of the same model for every single game that it's like, we're just going to try to milk a bunch of money out of you. Yeah, who would do that? Yeah. Pokemon Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh I really liked Fallout Shelter. Really? But oh, yeah. then I but then really? I really I never it died to. pretty quickly for me. Uh. Um because I, I got to the point where it was like, Well, there's not really anywhere to go from here, and so I was done.
3: Have you been in um, Fallout Shelter since they added quests and all of that good stuff?
1: no so that's the thing i played it really early on when it was first released and then that was kind of that um and that was when i was on ios and i probably wouldn't want to invest money in it again um on android but yeah i did i did like it
2: i um yeah i installed it the second todd howard was like it's available now (laughs) and i installed it and i looked at it and it's like they didn't even try to mask the skinner box and i was like i i can't i can't do this it's like I and I mean, there seems like can't even I can't, I can't even and then, man, I played the fuck out of Tiny Tower, but I think Tiny Tower just kind of sapped the soul out of me for those
1: kinds of games.
0: Well, Tiny Tower was like the first game of that type for me. So yeah,
1: I did some of the SimCity Build It that's of that type, and then they all they all get to the same point for me where I find it enjoyable until they just. Stretch out the time on the loop, and you feel like the only thing you can do is pay money. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: it's really, yeah.
1: I mean, j- you know, I played obviously. I played a ton of Grepolis through the mobile interface. I, I preferred the uh, web interface for it, but that was when I had that addiction. My phone. That was, I would say, probably four or five hours of the day on that on my phone on that. Uh, you
0: talk about that game in a way that. T- <laughs> me <laughs> I talk. About it. it's, it's it's always in like hushed tones and like reserved
1: <laughs> oh god Dan
0: talks about that
2: game and then he picks up like his five-year strong medallion right <laughs> just go, it in his hand.
1: Oh. what's He's, funny about that game is this oh, god. i think hints back to what you were talking about earlier over about why mmos really appealed to you because because of that um community aspect I don't think I would be at all interested in Grepolis just on its own. Uh, in fact, I know I wouldn't. At a certain point, the game loop itself, if it's just you, loses interest very quickly. But when you're part of these these teams playing against one another, and you feel like you're part of that teamwork and, and planning very complex strategic um, campaigns... With other people, you feel like you're letting them down if you're not playing, so you stay involved for that. Um, it was very interesting mechanic for sure.
0: The back, the background for that game. Alfred, do you know what Agrippolis is or Agrippolis? I Gra- mean, I'm
3: grip. vaguely familiar, but
0: okay. It sounds insane. Just so
2: you
1: know, a, it sounds like oh, I know. the
2: Eve for non-eve players is it still it kicking like around
0: me. is it still a thing
1: oh yeah you can go on they open new servers all the time um, do, you, do you ever feel the calling ever get that dan. itch dan i don't oh. have time to let myself feel the calling <laughs> there are there are moments where <laughs> oh, i'm okay. like we should we should we should all start playing together as ward and do like a ward Water uh award <laughs> um a- faction not faction well i forget what they call the groups i think they're factions suicide um, pact because that's what it sounds yeah. like i honestly the other thing is i don't have the money to play it right now um oh
0: fuck then i can't play it
1: it was just i i mean i was i was sinking some money into it like not more than like i mean th- I played it was for about like it. several thousand dollars a night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say I played for about a year and a half and I would say I probably put about $150 into it. It's my future child. Um, education, bad. Which isn't bad. And it's not, I don't like, I got a lot of enjoyment out of it. So I'm not, I don't mind having spent that, but, uh, well, no, I probably sunk about $200 into it, but at the same <laughs> over time, a year, though, it's over not... a year, year and a half, it's not bad. Um, and so, and, but it, but yeah. it's the kind of thing where I'm like, eh, that's right now. If I'm looking at that, that's, you know, $100, $200 that I could put towards something else and be probably m- more happy, right? Like food or beer or both.
2: That $5 Pokemon Foot bank. Long.
1: That's right. <laughs> no, so, the anyway, Pokemon bank is not I would. <laughs> I would be curious to have, like, we all sign up for Grebulous at the same time and just play like a week of it just so you guys can understand what it was I was playing. Uh, or we could start a guild in WoW. Or we could do that
0: and do it the right way <laughs> everyone makes we all make gnomes <laughs> and we all roll around as fucking gnomes we're all we we're all gnome warlocks <laughs> no healers that's what i loved about mmos though is that i could just be this little fucking dude and i could dance on a mailbox and i loved it
1: <laughs> you were leroy jenkins weren't you
0: <laughs> no but i was obnoxious and i would go i'm shocked oh my god have i ever told you guys this story so I played WoW for a little bit on an RP server. <laughs> just because I thought that was I, I thought it was awesome. Like I was like way into that. I was like, dude, sweet. I can be Dave the Dwarf. And um I like so there's areas in World of Warcraft that are just models dedicated for role playing. Like empty houses and stuff. Uh huh. And I swear to God this happened. This is a hundred percent true. But I like walked in while wow, people were having wow sex in this house <laughs> through the chat bubbles <laughs> <laughs> and he like, he's like and then oh god what's the command it's like out of care ooc or something uh-huh, you know what yeah. i mean and he's like so they're like talking and then she like takes her shirt off and it's just like one animation she has the clothes on and the next one she's just in her like little like world of warcraft bikini thing and i'm just sitting upstairs looking down at this happening <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck so i call evan i'm like dude I have to tell someone about what's happening right now because this is insane. <laughs> I, I can't believe it happened.
1: Did you blue ball him? we are like, I'm going to get fireball. No, <laughs> so that's the moment when you like you jump down into the middle of it and be like, hey, guys.
0: Well, no, but you know I did do? I did do this. <laughs> so in, in World of Warcraft, you can do slash Y, which is Yell. So I just did, I did the yell come and I was like, hey, <laughs> and <then> I left, <laughs> which is probably so what I was you doing you did basically
1: life. exactly what I said. You just didn't jump in the middle of it. <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
0: but I just couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head. I mean, I can, I can appreciate. Can you? What, amen. However, however you got to find it. <laughs> got to get it. Get it where it comes. But it was seriously like, this could not, this can't be happening. Like, I I literally stumbled, and it also made that game 10 million times better. (laughs) (laughs) And
2: then Mason turned into Dave the Dwarf, the sex hunter. I just went from house to house. Well, and, like, so
0: I was on on the RP server, so, like, I only had one character on that thing, and it was, like, level 12. Like, I never got far on it. I just wanted to see what was going on and see see if it was, like, that much different, which it wasn't. But, um, so this was, like, in Stormwind or whatever. Like, the big main city. Yeah, like... It was like right it was like a, a, like right outside of Stormwind or whatever.
2: Was it a, was it a biracial couple? Was it like night elf getting on a gnome? No, why
0: does it matter, man? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't pay attention to that. it so, Torrin,
2: they snuck a Torrin into the Dude,
0: my main was a Torrin, a Torrin warrior. He was the shit. His name was Roscoe Gomez. <laughs> he was the bomb. <laughs> but it's like What's
2: wrong with name Roscoe Gomez?
0: It's a cool name.
2: Because there can't be last names in WoW, so it's
0: just all one word. Roscoe oh, no. Gomez. <laughs> no, then he was just Roscoe. I'm sorry, because okay. in Guild Wars you could have last names. Uh, and okay. I loved Guild Wars. So Roscoe Gomez was also... So that was Guild Wars. But Roscoe was his name.
2: <laughs> These are my friends, Roscoe Gomez and not Dylan. <laughs>
0: oh Well, if we go down my, my list of character names, they're pretty... <laughs> Uninspired. Waffle. Dave Dwarf. <laughs> dude. 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 The dude. Dude Man. Lebowski. I do that one a lot. <laughs> I have to find different ways to spell Lebowski. What's your go to gamer name, Dan?
1: Um Usually Prince Albert. Well, my so my, my Xbox handle is Burgundy Bandit. Um but I usually do Thespis. Or Thespis
0: 1-5. What's that?
1: Thespis was the god of theater in Greek mythology. Is that where Thespian comes from? That is where Thespian comes from. Mm. how
0: uh-huh. about you, Auburn?
3: Uh, my go-to is Catkin, actually. It's what? Catkin.
0: Catkin? Yes. Or catkin. kid uh,
3: see. Not K A T K I N, catkin.
0: Okay, catkin. That's, that's yes. cool. I thought you said it was catkin. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Really no one give you okay. shit for that. <laughs> Everyone gives me shit for Roscoe, but Cat Kid's allowed to fly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, catkin's cool. Do you like cats?
2: Uh
3: No, I mean, I, I do like cats. I'm mostly a dog person, <laughs> but um, it actually came.
2: Dogkin was taken.
3: <laughs> yes, dogkin was taken. <laughs> it actually, one of my favorite books, one of my favorite movies is Cloud Atlas, and there's a very minor character in Cloud Atlas whose name is Katkin, and I don't know why, I don't know if it was the way that Tom Hanks said it in the movie or whatever, I just really liked that name, and one of the first MMOs I ever picked up, I was like, I really need a name, and Catkin was the first ca- thing that came to mind, and so I popped it in, and it wasn't taken, so that's how... <laughs> That's how I got stuck with so it. So
0: your your first MMO was Post Cloud Atlas. Yes. You entered the MMO game at a much different age yeah, than I. I, did. I feel old. I
3: came in very. I late. feel really old. Like it, it's so weird. Like I did all gaming things backwards. Like I did Pokemon, and then I did like I took up to like 10, 15 year break. And I came back and I did like Morrowind and then eventually got into my MMOs. Hmm. And then I went back and just did everything backwards. I played Final Fantasy after I played my first MMO. Hmm.
1: Which Final Fantasy?
3: Uh, I can appreciate that. Seven was my first one.
1: Oh, that's, that's, that's a
3: it's, good
0: one. It's, it's e- easily the worst it's one. It's
3: standard. <laughs> it's that's.
0: Listen, Final Fantasy, when they moved away from Sprites. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm not taking a real stance on this. I like Final Fantasy VIII. So
2: once they started putting numbers on my Final Fantasies, like I was no longer on board.
1: <laughs> so you, so you only like Final Fantasy One? Yeah. <laughs> and he also
0: likes Fates Within or Fate Spirit Within. What's the movie? Oh, I don't like that.
1: That's Wendy's jam. Believe True Detective season two. Shut up.
0: <laughs> You're never gonna live that down. I'm not. You um, realize that that's like that's like literally considered now a war crime against television and NATO recognizes that.
2: <laughs> well, with Trump in office, we won't recognize NATO, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Just, so there you go. When, when
0: Trump comes in office, it's
1: true detective <laughs> season two all the time, on loop. <laughs> In everyone's home. It just just <laughs> automatically it's like it's like the projected the on the buildings, nineteen eighty four future you imagine, except it's showing True Detective season two.
0: <laughs> but it shows you teasers from season one to remind you how much better it was. <laughs> yeah. So no joke
2: about Spirits Within though. Wendy and I were watching the Cinemasins for it like a month ago. And mm. she she didn't know it was like I was watching CinemaSins, so she like walks in and just sees like a clip of it playing, and she's like oh, my God, I love this movie. Oh, no. and I'm like, wait, are you sure it's this movie? She's like, yeah, this, this is one of my favorite movies. I'm like, Wendy, I
1: have bad news. I have like really bad news. <laughs> like, this is not a well-regarded film like in any. Like, like this is up there with the Super Mario Brothers movie. And
0: <laughs> I think that movie is part of the reason why they had to merge. Because yes. they almost tanked that company. Yeah,
2: because they like spent a shit ton of money on it.
0: And it looks terrible now. And Super Mario Brothers? No. No. The Spirit Within.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and now they're doing it again. Fuck
2: you, Dan. With that pre-15 one. R slash fuck Dan. R slash fuck Dan.
1: There is an R slash fuck Dan. It exists. It's not me, but... but. <laughs> Dan's the moderator. <laughs> That's right.
0: All right. Well, it's episode 50. So... We have to talk about our favorite video game movies.
2: Oh, okay.
0: That's that's them's the rules. That that's
2: the rules, and then and no, then
0: I, w- I want to really quickly. What's your favorite video game movie? Auburn, you go first.
3: Um, I don't know. I don't. I, I tend to shy away from the video game movies just because I like my games untarnished. As a and
0: sane person, would. I don't
3: know. I really enjoyed the Warcraft movie though. That that for, as far as video game movies go, it was really good.
0: Oh, yeah, I haven't seen it. I want to see it. I really want to yeah, see it. Yeah, it's it's I like see. Duncan Jones. <sighs> All right, Dan. I already know what your answer is going to be. What? I'm not no, dude. Is you think? is
1: is none of them an appropriate answer?
0: <laughs> nope. Okay, well, then I have an answer you should. I already have the number my answer? What is it? Dude, the best movie. Super Mario Bros. movie. Yeah, no, it's Super terrible. It's so it's bad. It's so fucked. It's it, so it, it, bad. It, it, it's so good.
1: It's so bad. I'm Mario Mario. I'm <laughs> Luigi Mario. It's so bad. It's so bad. Super Mario <laughs> uh, I don't like the Resident Evil movies. I don't like... They're not terrible, though. Oh, God. I just They're weird, though. I don't, man. I don't like... I, I mean, I'm, I'm holding out hope for the Assassin's Creed movie that's coming out because it looks like it has potential, but it's probably still going to suck. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I uh, God, I wish Qbert had a movie. Pixels. Pixels yeah, is that, my that's favorite the movie. video game movie. So that's
0: what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say Pixels. No, Pixels yeah, is fucking you know. terrible. Um, it's not that bad.
1: Did you watch it? <laughs> oh, okay. No. All right. It's It's bad. It's really bad. Kevin James is the president. It's Kevin James is the president. Bad. <laughs> that's how bad it is.
0: I vote for Kevin James. <laughs>
1: um, so anyway, he would
0: run into a glass wall, thinking it's a real wall, <laughs> and then jump up like a spring, and everyone would be like, "Ah." Ha, ha, ha. Oh, no but there's little...
3: that's still no better than ahead, Trump, Malvern. though.
0: That's. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. Taking a bold stance there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I saw a, a clip from Grown Ups Two that's literally. Uh, Kevin James chugging like a five hour energy, and then he like ungulates or whatever, and then like a soundboard fart just plays, and that's the whole gag of that scene. <laughs> That sounds amazing. It's just two hours
1: of that. I would, I would, that's, that's fine. And then at the very end, because he's already that's had hilarious. about three hour energies, he just collapses and dies. <laughs> that's, that's the movie. Oh, or, shit, too much caffeine. Or,
0: like, the, the soundboard fart noise is actually the beginning of, like, a really bad reaction inside of him, and he slowly just starts, like, developing, like, dysentery or something. He's
1: got Gout.
2: <laughs>
0: gout. <laughs>
1: Oh man, yeah. I would an Oregon Trail movie would be good.
0: Are you serious? <laughs> oh my god! I mean, <laughs> that movie Which is not serious.
1: Is it like True Grit? No, yeah. it's like the Homesteadman. Any man.
0: Fucking home or like any Western. Track it'd be, or... it'd
1: be like uh, As I Lay Dying by William Faulkner. <laughs> What's the? Oh my god! <laughs> We're trekking What's... over the mountain to Barry Maw. <laughs> <laughs> What's
2: that cannibal movie? That's a western that has a was it Guy Pierce in it.
0: Oh, shit. It just came out recently.
2: No, it's a couple years old.
0: Oh, I don't think of a different one.
2: No.
1: So talking about, is like the
0: horror western?
1: The, the one yeah. with, like, the Guillermo, del, not Guillermo del Toro. Um, Guillermo del Toro. Benicio, not Benicio del Toro. I don't know. That's, Which del Toro is it? <laughs> it's neither of them. All the Toros. All the <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
1: I th- What's nice. your favorite? What's your favorite? video game movie Mason is it really Super Mario Brothers
0: that's my favorite video game movie I mean I I do like I hold the Super Mario Brothers movie because like I think like that movie was like a a moment for me where I was like what the fuck like (laughs) because it was on Disney Channel and like it was like a Disney channel like we're gonna watch Super Mario like oh sweet and I sit down and I'm like everything's a lie (laughs) no one knows what they're doing this is all pretend I'm gonna be fine there is no
2: innocence in the world.
0: Um, but I, so I don't know. I think I'm looking
1: at a list right now of video game movies, and they're just all terrible.
0: Yeah, it's a bad...
1: They're just all terrible. The Wizard. You... Ooh, The Wizard's a good one. I, it's not if, really about video game. If you can argue game, that Tron but... is
0: a video game movie, but it's not based on a game. But I like Tron.
1: It's like The Wizard isn't based on a game either, but it was it where like... Super Mario Bros. 3 got released. The Wizard's we, uh... not a
0: good movie, though.
1: No, we watched um, like
2: half an episode of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show once. i at love the Super Show. And that scene with the real life actors. Who's it? Uncle. What's his uncle? Dude,
0: Lou. It's like two degrees from a porn shoot. <laughs> it was like
2: a soft core porn video. And
0: Princess Peach oh sort of rolls in, and I'm like, "You are not. This is the wrong set. This is all wrong. Everything's wrong here." I'm here to lace the pipe. Wait. Oh God. It's it's just that it's only because the lighting is shot and everything's so flat and like you can hear like the hum in the background like it's just so poorly produced
2: it looks like it was shot in a hotel room like
0: (laughs) but like a hotel room in the mushroom kingdom um but yeah i gotta go i have to go to bed all right it's too late it's shut this thing down it's way too late this is way past my bedtime damn it dan (laughs) <laughs> Auburn, <laughs> you fucked it up. You can be found at Game Skinny.
3: I can be found at Game Skinny. That's that's where I live now. Like a little <laughs> troll <laughs> under a bridge.
1: <laughs> digital right. digital so Gameskinny.com. Yes.org.com. Dot dot
3: we actually dot biz. I will do a shameless self-promotion plug. We uh we're starting our new session of interns soon, but uh we run these nine week sessions that are totally free, like completely free. We we don't charge anything. Where we train people in games journalism, we train them in content research, we train them in everything that they would essentially need to know for uh, for breaking into the industry and all that good stuff.
0: Nice. That's pretty sweet.
3: Yeah. Sounds awesome.
0: So, uh, Dylan. Mason. Sounds like a good job. Yeah. For si you. We'll <laughs> both do it. <laughs> we, can, we can be like a, a movie, and we can we can jockey for jobs, and burn each other down, and ultimately realize that, you know.
2: The magic was in us all along.
0: Yep. And then create game skinnier. Dot diet. <laughs> so and
1: Kevin James is the president.
0: <laughs> Dude, yes. What We've already established that. Kevin James is president. Dan Cotting,
2: played by Kevin James. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Cotting.
0: You can be found at alexrice.net. We wish you were here, Alex. Dan, you got anything else? I, I'm
1: done. I see you so soon. So soon. You're back. You're almost back. Almost back. Wait, what day are you back officially? Uh, Probably the 17th. Fuck yeah. And then I'm gone for a week.
0: <laughs> Who's gone for a week?
1: I am. Where are I'll you be going? gone I'll be gone for like five days too, Dylan. So I'm going to Missouri.
0: Fuck that. I'm going to be an RBA and I'm going <laughs> to sit on my couch again
1: rva where i'm gonna rv stay
0: <laughs> oh well i'm done i can't <laughs> do that anymore. that's that's it right there it. i don't even right. plug anything else auburn it's been a pleasure meeting you and having you on the podcast thank you for thank you absolutely. so much
3: yeah you too thanks for having me we'll
0: You've love to awesome. have you on again definitely uh dan and dylan you're bringing it down and i'm embarrassed that i even did this with you <laughs> on Likewise. that note i'm ending my recording bye, bye.